2: Or do you really know what you're talking
1: about? Hello, and welcome to another edition of Nevermind Mind the Stocks.
0: Oh, very good. That's what you did there.
1: I I did something yeah. there, didn't I? Yeah. Yes, Bosstock. I thought you know, um, you and I would like to think that we're like Orsini in our yeah. demeanour, but no, we're Bosstocks, aren't we? We
0: are. Yes. Well, I, I've got a horrible feeling we're not even up We're we're the DJ. I think well, if you if you listen back to this podcast in five years we'll be like the DJ.
1: Do you think we should be dressing up like the DJ does then? What do you mean? You mean you don't? <laughs> I've just got in from work and I certainly don't dress like that when I'm at what, work. Um, None of the outfits.
0: What, what, it, what period would you describe your dress as now? Uh,
1: smart. 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 Yeah. Casual smart. Casual but smart. Yes right. yes yes. Unlike Bostock so I'm Nine not I'm is, really yeah. I'm not Bostock.
0: Well, I'm a bit like Bostock moment. mine is the I've been in the attic nailing up bits of plasterboard.
1: And you've got a cat with you as well, haven't you? Yeah, she's
0: there. Yeah, she's uh, she's on her own little electric blanket. So I've been replaced by like a a robot, I suppose. She's moved into the future. She doesn't need my lap anymore, do you? She's washing her bum now, so I think
1: that's common. (laughs) That's what she thinks of Bostock. Yeah. Um, I reckon Bostock does that to himself as I, well. I,
0: I imagine Bostock and the smell of the cat's body, possibly similar.
1: He's a grubby man, isn't he? he? Isn't
0: brilliant. Yeah, I'd, forgot, I'd forgotten just how good he was. I'm he, so. He so, is, yeah, he yeah. yeah. is um not he? Pretty much.
1: This this story, you know, Orsini and Bostock—that is a classic Robert Holmes double yeah, act. Yeah, well, this,
0: yeah, this is a this is an Eric Saywood script, but Eric Saywood was obviously hugely enamoured idolized mm-hmm. Robert Holmes and this you can see this as a as a tribute to Robert Holmes. What's really weird is that while I I, while th- I think this this is the best Eric Sayward script that's that's pure Eric Sayward he's not really understood that the the comedy double acting of Robert Holmes script is there and it stands out as being good because it's against other things. Whereas in this, mm-hmm. every single every single character is part of a comedy double act.
1: Yes, Which we've I, got I, a lot of doubles, yeah. haven't we?
0: We have almost everything's going in, in twos, and I I don't mind because I I think I think this is something I, I've said before that I don't think and this this sort of figures as well. I don't think Eric Saywood is at all good at plots stories motivations but he's got a damn good ear for dialogue for snappy funny dialogue and I think this is where this excels is that almost every line you could quote um, mm. it's, it's really well written but at the expense of plot <laughs> any yeah. sort of sense yeah um, yeah it's it's very problematic this
1: yes well, we'll go through it yeah. one by one, and uh, as you say, it 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 is definitely a show of doubles. Yes. Um, I'm happy to see the down uh tally is coming back for this one. Speaking of doubles, yes. Um, yeah. yeah. So right. not
0: not in episode one for Perry. I can so I'd, I'd forgotten that um, the doctor and Perry don't appear in the studio for all of episode one, and I I think it was to do because. Um, uh, J&T released them to do a pantomime didn't he to do right. for a pantomime yep. which is shocking when you think about it Yep. Um, because my, my recollection of this one and the fan sort of theory is that the Doctor and Perry do pretty much nothing and I think that's not Really true. They do do a lot. They get a lot of nice scenes and a lot of nice dialogue. They just don't do anything really connected to the plot until the last ten minutes.
1: Yeah, and and that irritated me when this first came out. I said last week, you know, I I can remember wanting to like this because it's Colin Baker, it's Perry, it's Davros, it's the Daleks. But an awful lot of this story irritates me, and one of the things is the fact that yeah, it takes. Until episode two of two episodes before the doctor actually goes in the bloody building and we can yes. get on with the plot.
0: Yeah. I, I must admit when when I first watched this, I, I think I was like you. I found irritation in it. But I think I've let the irritation wash over and through me. It's it's I, I, I appreciate this for what it is now. And you can do that with with a distance between it we've said before, if it's if it's the latest new who it has a burden. Yes, um, but you get some distance on it, and you can then, you know, be critical. You can, yeah, you know, reappraise stuff. And,
1: um, and w- yeah, and we've said before that back then we were irritated it, I- irritated by it. But there has been so much who since then, yeah. some of it truly dire, that actually um, it doesn't appear too bad now because we've seen far, far worse back then. Rather strange ones like this and irritating ones aren't that irritating anymore are they no
0: i i I, yeah i i mean we'll we'll keep it for the end but yeah i i definitely am not irritated by this one now even probably the bits that probably still rankle you Mm. there's a few bits in this that does go beyond the pale of irritation into almost reaching a new level of of just bewilderment and i think you'll know the, the points. It's mainly characters' deaths.
1: There's, oh, I've, good got, Lord. I've
0: got a tally of, um, of embarrassing
1: deaths. All right, you've got a, a tally of embarrassing deaths. I have a new piece of paper here, right? Because I thought after, you know, what you were saying at the show's wrap up last week that uh, we might um, disagree yeah. on elements in this, uh, in this story. So I've come up with a hit or miss uh, a oh. tally all right and i've i've written a few things down and I, I i just need your opinion of whether certain things in this story are a hit or a miss for you and we'll just see who comes up with the most hits and who comes up with the most misses uh, right.
0: is this um is this based because of the dj this is based on what was that tv show that you used to have hit or miss do you remember, oh, Jury. Juro- do you remember ju- that? Ju- jukebox that? jukebox blast from the past
1: yeah Yeah, oh, the DJ. Right, let's crack on. We'll get get to him shortly.
0: I see you've been busy. Whereas you have been stupid, Doctor. Prerogative of a time lord. Where's Perry? Safe.
2: For the time being.
0: I must say I'm surprised to see you. The last time we met, your ship blew up. I thought with you on board. Not when there is an escape pod. Or, it seems, a lift by a transporter to this place. Ah! There I was fortunate. Oh, I like the statue, by the way. Very good likeness. Though, really, you shouldn't have bothered. As with the news of Stingos' death, it was all part of my scheme to lure you in. All very clever. And apart from a little grave robbing, what else have you been up to? You cannot steal
1: what has already been. Abandoned? No one is interested in the people here. That's not what I've heard. As your
0: grave-robbing friends have now been exterminated, you will not hear the complaint again! Do you never do anything but kill?
2: There you are mistaken,
0: Doctor. I am known as the Great Healer. A what flippant title perhaps, but not without foundation. I have conquered the diseases that brought their victims here.
1: In every way, I have complied with the wishes of those who came in anticipation of one day being returned tonight.
0: But never in their worst nightmares did any of them expect to come back as Daleks the resting ones I have used were people of status ambition they would understand especially as I have given them the opportunity to become masters of the universe with you as their emperor but what are the lesser intellects or will they be left to rot you
2: should know me
0: better than that doctor I never waste Value commodity. The humanoid form makes an excellent concentrated protein.
1: This part of the galaxy is developing quickly. Famine was one of its major
0: problems. You've turned them into food? A scheme that has earned me great acclaim! But did you bother to tell anyone they might be eating their own relatives? Certainly not! That would have created what I believe is termed consumer resistance. They were grateful for the food. It allowed them to go on living. Until you take over their planet. Precisely.
1: Um, so, all right then. So, let's start with the beginning of the story. And um, you know, Doctor and Perry are on the freezing, cold planet of Necros.
0: Yes, I like um, I like all this uh, sort of location filming on episode one. It looks bitterly cold.
1: Oh, um, it's chuffing freezing, but, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it does. It, but it looks it looks really nice because normally we just get the standard quarry of that, and this is. It reminded me of um, Terminal from. Uh, Blake 7, it's yeah. like, I, I was like when you see a bit of snow. You know, if you haven't got to go to work in it, it's, it's, it's lovely. And I think it, it does sort of add a, an extra layer to this. But it does mean, unfortunately, that they've given both Perry and the Doctor the most awful blue outfits. I mean, I imagine poor Nicola Bryan was wearing multiple layers. Yes. Because she, she looks huge. In this first episode, and she's she's not a a, a large girl, is she? In certain areas. No. Um But uh, yeah, it's uh, an awful outfit. I mean, they oh, do right. mention it, don't they? They do mention that it's uh, because they're there for a funeral.
1: Yes. And, and it's, the it's the colour of mourning, yes. isn't it? Yeah. In the original script, it was actually meant to be white. Oh right. Did they uh, figure that they'd disappear? I don't know. Well, I should have a little ding noise or something. That's the first hit or miss. Do- oh, the, right. doc- oh, cool. the Doctor's blue cape. Hit or miss? Miss. I don't
0: like it. It looks like something a wizard would
1: wear. Yes. Yeah. It is remember, It is like a Al- wizard. Is it Alibaba?
0: Do you remember that? Oh, the Ali A wizard.
1: <laughs> yeah. All he needs is the curled up shoes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, um, no, I don't like it at all. No. Um, and they're going to... Right, this Necros, right, this planet of Necros. Are, yes. are, are we meant to assume that the whole planet is devoted to having suspended animation? Uh, I think. Things?
0: I mean, this is classic, classic BBC sci-fi, very Terry Nationist, where planets only ever have one race, one thing they're famous for, one uh, weather zone, one time zone. Um, So yeah, I think the fact that it's called Necros, obviously, you know, the dead, and it's a a place uh, which was was big at the time, wasn't it? Cryogenics was seen as like this massive thing. Yeah, the rumor
1: was still there about Walt Disney, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it's all rubbish, isn't it? Like, I always think with this, because you can still get it now, I think you you can pay something like you know $700,000, and a company will cut your head off, freeze your head, they don't know what to do with the rest of the body, probably make a soylent out of it. Um, and then they, they keep you, and the idea is, on this whole thing, is that in 200 years time, hopefully, these, these are the things, hopefully, um, they might have worked out a way that they could reverse the damage that they caused by freezing you, that they cure whatever was wrong with you, that they can then move your brain into another body, because you've got no body. That they can then bring you back from the dead, even if they can repair whatever killed you, and it's like it's bollocks, isn't it? Mm. Also, do you think in? I mean, this story does actually mention this, but I think they Sauer's hit the nail on the head here. Is that like, in hundreds of years' time, do you think anyone will want to revive you? Of course, they're not. They
1: would all forgotten you.
0: Yeah, it's just it's it's utter utter nonsense. Again, it's just you know people desperate, I suppose, in it to the slightest vague hope. Yeah. That someone. I mean, it's it's, it's rubbish, um, but it was huge at the time. And like you say, there was still that that um, weirdly persisting rumour that Walt Disney froze his head. Yes. Uh, it's just bizarre. Uh, but yeah, I think getting back to your original question, uh, I think yeah, the whole planet is meant to be this. This business of freezing the dead.
1: Yeah, but they're not dead, are they? They're They're, quite are, they're dead, near yeah. death, and yeah. then they are put in suspended animation, right? Yeah,
0: a very Douglas Adams sort of idea. Yes. Like just before death, they put you in a state of suspended animation, and then uh, weirdly play the DJ to
1: you. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. talk about that shortly. Um, yes. Arthur Stengos. That's yeah. a crap name. Now they'd yes. see Arthur Stengos.
0: Agronomist. I don't know what an agronomist is.
1: No, I don't know. Somebody who's got a terrible name.
0: Yeah, th- again, another another sort of classic trapping from this era was that the Doctor knew everyone, mm. and it almost feels like the Doctor's a time traveller, but there's a time that, where he belongs. You know, getting terror of the vervoids in this. And it's, it's a really weird idea, and it doesn't really sit, with the series, does it? That the Doctor has contemporary friends that he knows, and he has... Because it just, it yeah, it doesn't quite sit there, but yeah, Arthur Stengoss.
1: Arthur Stengoss, yes. So they're gonna pay their respects, that's why they're dressed in blue. Yes. um We get this mutant in the lake. What is Um, he doing in the lake? What's he doing in the lake? Uh, That's number one. Uh, Next hit or miss, when the mutant appears, the music in this. What do you reckon?
0: I don't mind it. It's this era of of, of who as well had some good music, but some terrible music. I think the music in this one is is alright. I I I don't mind it. I won't say it's the best incidental music they've ever had, Um, and it's very intrusive on the the soundtrack mix. But yeah, I I think for this this is a partial hit.
1: Certainly not a miss for me. Sort of. Mm. All right, I'll put a half a hit. Yeah. No, it's a total miss for me. It just It's just like fingers down a blackboard. That that high pitched <laughs> bit all the time, you know. Oh, it's terrible. I'm sure, that
0: wasn't just your telly.
1: It might have been my cat, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's awful. You know, it, it it it's so ham-fisted the way it telegraphs what you already yeah. know. You know that there's this scabby end in the water. Um, what's this explosion all about? Um, um, I don't.
0: I've, in my notes, I've got why did it explode? So so, is eating the remains of a, a nut roll.
1: Mm. Um, I don't know whether
0: that's a bread roll with nuts in, or like a nut cutlet type roll, I well, think thing. it's meant but to be a doc-
1: nut cutlet.
0: The doctor made it, I can't imagine a doctor cooking, can
1: you? <laughs> <No. laughs> they've got a little pinny on, yeah, and one of those white hats. <laughs> yeah,
0: and uh, <laughs> so she checks it in the water and it explodes, so the, the, the hand comes up and grabs it and it goes down, and then it explodes, it's like, why, why did it explode?
1: Got a nut allergy, maybe Couldn't the mutant has. That
0: is an extreme nut allergy, isn't it? He's
1: I mean, farting like mad. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But,
0: you know, it, I suppose it's it's a bit of excitement at the beginning. It makes no sense whatsoever. I just feel sorry for the stuntman in the river, because that yes. looks cold.
1: Yes, yeah. I mean, it's, it was you never, can see ice floating on the water. They didn't predict snow. They didn't know Very, it was going to yeah. be snowing, you know. It was just bad timing. Um so we go into you know yes, the necropolis tranquil, repose, tranquil yeah. repose and there there we have him we've got Joe Bell Joe
0: Bell I love Joe Bell uh, do you think of him as Joe Bell or do you think of him as uh,
1: Mr Bucket Oh he's de- definitely Mr Bucket now yeah. yeah Mr Bucket definitely but yeah I like Joe Bell um, yes. um he that, that that's my first hit so far really. it, Joe is, Bell
0: is great he's um he he's a I think I well, I mean the script is really good as well. But I think the actor, coupled with the character, he he is he is just brilliant. He's one of my favourite characters from the whole of the Colin Baker time. He's he's just obnoxious but not odious. You can't Mm. help but like him. It's just a shame. He is by far one of the strengths of this. A great actor at the top of his game. Good script. And they put him against the weakest and i use air quotes here actor in the entire thing what were they thinking
1: i still don't know which irritates me the most the dj or ruby because to me she's ruby off of upstairs downstairs and i can remember yeah. her being appalling in that in
0: that yeah she's um i mean the character's got a stupid name Tasambika, but she's awful she's she's not at all good i, I, I I don't even think this is acting. This is like school play-type acting where you've someone's you know got the flu, so someone that's got to step in that's literally reading it written on their hand. It's that level. She's awful. She's yeah. by far, I, I'll go so far as... Because I think we'll have different views on the DJ, but I'll go so far as to say she is the worst thing in this story, and she is possibly coupled with... The Jenny Laird from Planet of the Spiders. I think she's she's the worst actress that ever appeared in Classic Who. I'll go I, that far.
1: I don't think you're that far off. I mean, Lee John, who we ridiculed, wasn't an actor. So you no. can't say he's a crap actor because he wasn't an actor. He wasn't he...
0: actor, no. That's, that's JNT's fault mm. for hiring oh, mean, a pop singer because he probably met him in a corridor. Yeah. You know, and in exchange for tickets for a concert, he probably gave him a pound. But this is she's meant to be an actress. She's appeared in other stuff. She is rubbish. I don't see what the appeal is. If anyone listening can tell me what the appeal is, am I missing something? Is she actually, you know, great Shakespearean actress and she just can't act on telly or something? No, I, I think, can't see it.
1: No, I just think she's dire. I mean yeah. I as I say, I remember her in upstairs, downstairs, but I think, you know, um um she was she was playing a scullery maid who yeah. wasn't exactly the brightest. Yeah. You know, and I just figured that was acting. But she's acting yeah. it exactly the same here as well. So it is her acting.
0: I think so, yeah. She don't I mean if she was playing it as a you know, a, a bit of an idiot character, not very educated. But she's just she's not acting I mean, it sounds like someone just reading I mean the bit where she gets angry and tell <laughs> and tells um <laughs> The, the other Tarkis, two, Tark- you know, Tarkis to go back and, to your yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, is that, that's the take you're going to use, is it? Oh,
1: OK. It is. Um, uh, no. well, yeah. All right, we'll talk about each one of those moments as we get yeah. to this. She's,
0: she's a miss.
1: Yeah, I was just about to ask, yeah. is she a miss? I'd, Definitely. I, I, I can't say
0: <laughs> In my notes, I've got Tassambique shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, another hit or miss uh, thing I need off of you, these dentist overalls that uh, yes. everybody's wearing. Hit or miss, do you miss like these?
0: Looks too cheap. I know it was done, I think I, think I read an interview with the uh, costume designer and they said that the money had run out, so they had to have lots of uniforms. So all they did, literally bought a load of white dentist smocks and dyed them various shades of pink
1: that's exactly like, yeah yeah awful. that's exactly it yeah all right so that's a miss from you yeah. as well all right and tarkis what do you think of tarkis and this other bloke whose name i can't remember tarkis and
0: lilt um i like that because this this is another double we should keep a double act tally
1: mm.
2: um,
0: so this is another double act and this is sort of classic Robert Holmes this is um we had one in the mutants didn't we this is yeah uh, this yeah. is the two the, the common people the the viewer identification people um, and I know there was a lot of feedback at the time that they're making out these are nice people and they're not they do horrible things and I think there's a little bit of truth to that but um, the the I can never remember where it's Tarkis or Lilt but the thinner guy that ends up That's torturing Lilt, Lilt yeah
1: with a totally tropical taste um, <laughs> The names in this story are terrible, aren't they? I
0: so, Do you think he just went shopping? Do you think Tassambika <laughs> is actually like a Greek food? He was just going down the aisle and... Well, Lil. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lil. Tassambika.
1: It's some, yeah, it's type of hummus. And yeah, that's the drink just, that came with it. Yeah. 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 Oh, dear.
0: Yeah, that was his dinner that day. He just... <laughs> bless him. Um, but, uh, yeah... The, but I do quite like the fact that later on we get a scene, and that we've we've got this scene just coming up with the two uh, body snatchers, or very ill thought out rebellion people, but they think they're body snatchers. And um, I quite like that. Lil, he said, when when he wants to kill them, he said, they think of the men they killed, and they do. They just they're meant to be the good guys, and they gun down yes. guards without any thought about it. And I I think Lil's quite. It's quite nice to have a character where they're going because it's it's like in Star Wars, isn't it? Whenever you get thousands of stormtroopers getting wiped out, but no one ever feels a loss for them, and I think it's quite nice. This again, this to to be in an Eric Sayward script is quite unusual because normally he's a bit thirteen-year-old bully boy type writing. To have a character wanting to get revenge because an unnamed guard has been killed. Mm. Well done, yeah, I, I like that. So yeah, I quite like these characters. This, uh, the, the other guy, Takis, is he the guy that went on to do um, Star Cops?
1: It is him, yeah, yes. I
0: thought I recognised him. Yeah, because yeah, it's like the Star same Corps.
1: director, isn't well, it? Ah, um, uh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I, seen that in years. So, are Takis and little a, a hit for you then? I think they're a hit, yeah. Alright. I just found them both very ineffectual. Um, I just found them rather dull. I think there's
0: did probably because there's too many double acts. Mm. There's there's possibly one or two too many double acts, so they don't really get time to to do anything. But they are quite instrumental in the plot. Yes. And, you know, it, and it, I, I, I quite like them because they are sort of thinking outside the box like we would think. You know, like, later on when they call the Daleks in, it's like, yeah, why does no one ever do that? But mm. the Daleks sort out their own problem.
1: Yep. Alright, okay, we'll move forward. Um, the next notes I've got is uh, Dear oh dear oh dear, the Doctor versus the treacle mutant and the appalling <coughs> music.
0: Yeah, um, I've got to say there's, there's some lovely chemistry between Perry and the Doctor in this one. Um, people people think that it didn't tone down the arguments until season 23, but it al- they'd already done it at this point. I think the actors had toned it down. So while they're you get lots of barbs between them. They're playing it very much with a twinkle in the eye now. Mm. Um, and I love that. I think that the chemistry is great. And I suppose they always say that when, up, when actors are on location, you always get a bit more chemistry out of them, don't you? Because they're all, you know, it's, a, it's an away day, isn't it? It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a day out. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I do like this. Um, again, we get classic sort of the Doctor Tries to Hypnotise someone um, in the most ham-fisted way with his big old watch um, yeah the the mutant guy attacks him um, it's quite a physical fight this isn't it because it's, mm. it's Colin Baker and they're rolling him down the um, that bank and we can see later on when he's in uh, on location outside of uh, Tranquil Repose his, his lovely lovely coat is knacked, yes. the lapel is absolutely stained um, I hope they got it out, but uh, yeah, the music is is very bombastic. But I just think that's true of all of them in this era. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've mentioned it before, what haven't we? What do you
0: think we? of the mutants' uh, makeup?
1: What the tree call?
0: Yeah, the tree call.
1: I d- I don't understand who he is. It was he in the laboratories and he's escaped. Where, well, where was he going to be turned into a Dalek? And, I th- and this... that,
0: that's what I I think. I mean, it's never made clear in the script because again, it's Eric Saywood. Um, But I I presume he was being turned into a Dalek, Because not only is Davros using the dead, well, the semi-dead, people as Daleks. He's also, because he offers a few people, he, he's offered Joe Bell to be made a Dalek for God knows whatever reason he wants Tassambika as a Dalek. Can you
1: imagine her as a Dalek? Oh, oh God. my God. <laughs> she would be the Daleks
0: from Day of the Daleks when she with the Terrible Voices. That oh, would be her. Dear, um, oh dear. So I just imagine, yeah, he's a scientist that Davros is starting to convert. Um, and, uh, for some reason, I pre- I presume at the beginning of this process, because everyone seems, especially the doctor, seems very surprised that Davros has perfected creating a Dalek from humanity. So I wonder if these mutants are the ones that went wrong. You know, like in um, Genesis, mm-hmm. where it's the uh, he would basically just discard the uh, the chemically wounded, wouldn't he? So yeah, I don't want you anymore. Um, oh, so this so is a reject then? That. Yeah, I think so. I think this is a reject that didn't. This was before he perfected the dance. What the mutant's been doing all this time? I'm not sure. Wandering about, how you looking relax. for a nut roast.
1: Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we go uh, back indoors, and that's where we get the DJ yes. for the first time. Can you
0: can you remember your f- first reaction to
1: this? Jo- I'm just horrified. Yeah, just yeah, absolutely yeah. horrified because I like Alexei Sale in the Young Ones. Yeah. I like Alexei Sale when he's doing stand-up. But this was, I was just horrified by it. Um, well,
0: I, yeah, I, I was like you. I, when I first watched this, when it was on originally, my jaw dropped. It was like, oh. A bit like during most of Sylvester McCoy's era. I, I thought, what have they done? What is this? But then I, I'm okay with it, because he's meant to be playing this terrible... DJ. When we find out later on this isn't him, this is his act, and it's just a terrible act, I'm okay with that. And also, like you, I, I adore Alexi Sayle. I I don't think he can do much wrong, um, other than when we get to his death scene, <laughs> which is more um, South African vampire <laughs> than uh, anything. Um, yeah, I I don't mind this. I think it's meant to be. It's meant to be awful. And I think he's playing it as as is meant to be grating. But awful. why
1: is it meant to be awful? I because just don't,
0: yeah, I don't think it should. Well, he's meant to be this second-rate DJ doing an
1: act, is he? He's he's um, performing to the people who are in suspended yes, animation. Yeah. So presumably they have some semblance of consciousness that they can actually hear him.
0: Yeah. Well, he's. I think I can't remember whether it's in the. the I've read it elsewhere or wherever it was in the program. And they explain it, but isn't he meant to, in part? Keep them up to date with the goings on and the news and stuff like that. Well, he reads just, out
1: dedications, doesn't yeah. he?
0: I think he's. Um, I think they've just hired because again, it's Davros running this place. I think Davros is just skimping.
1: <laughs> he's hired the
0: cheapest. So, like, can you do DJ something? Yeah, okay. I don't think Davros is worried I mean, he's got a great. I mean, my favorite favorite line from this entire thing is regarding him is when Davros says destroy that prattling DJ. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: it's just well, brilliant. Alright, Davros then because yes. you know as, as he is prattling away the DJ yep. we cut to Davros in a jar. Yes, our
0: first sign of Davros. Um, I think this is uh, this is by far the best non-Genesis Davros story and performance I should say rather than story because it's not really much story but this is a great performance from uh, Terry Molloy I would
1: say it's the best best. Terry Malloy. Um, But, you know, even if this is the best Terry Malloy, it's nowhere near as good as Michael Wisher's Davros. Michael Wisher is
0: in a different galaxy. Yeah, and
1: I would put above Terry Malloy, as good as he is, and I agree with you, this is is my favourite Terry Malloy uh, uh, Davros. Uh, I would put above him here at least the first part of the story where Davros came back and knew who, because I thought the bloke who was doing gotcha Davros, yeah, I thought that first yeah. appearance of him and, you know, the, the doctor looking aghast and, you know, that little speech that he gives yeah. to the doctor, I thought that was absolutely terrific and, and, and was a worthy, you know, uh, second place yeah. to Michael Wisher. But think, this is yeah. the best Terry Malloy. Yeah,
0: let's, let's, let's agree on that one. Mm. Um, and it's nice that he's not doing a Michael Wisher, because no one can be Michael Wisher. Michael, Michael Wisher's Davros is probably, eh, I don't know, I'd have to think about it, but at this point in time, I'd say probably the best performance in Classic Who. Mm. I think I don't think I'm wrong in saying that.
1: I think no. it's just... You it, know, that that, that yeah. has some weight behind yeah. it, that argument. Yeah. Um, I think Terry Malloy in the Peter Davison one was trying to channel Michael yes, Wish. And, and that's yeah. why it didn't work.
0: Yeah, and this one he's done... And what I think, what I absolutely adore about this performance and this story that he's in, is this isn't Davros as the, I want to conquer the universe. This is Davros trying to run a business out yes. the back of a van. <laughs> I love this. This is brilliant. That he's, And I love the fact that he's so trying to be restrained, like when he's talking later on to... Alan lebron than that, and he's—he's he's like he—he he wants to just kill them all, and I think I sometimes at work I think, yeah, I—I—I feel for you, Dan Ross, mate. I
1: feel I, for you. You like it when the mask slips, when he I starts do. losing his temper yeah. with car and it's like, yes. oh, and it starts yeah. being I, nice again.
0: I think um, in in a in a story of, of very strong performances, this is because you know you, you're up against both Joe Bell and. Uh, William Gorn, who do towering. Infor- I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure who I like the best, but Davros is up there.
1: Yes, yeah, I'll tell you what, I haven't watched this for a very long time, and yeah. something I'm, you know, has never occurred to me, because I haven't watched it in a very long time, Terry Malloy's uh, performance, this very understated, yeah. you, you, you know, although, you know, menacing performance, uh, this time round dinarfer remind me of um old oh, ian McDiarmond as the emperor oh, in yeah, in yeah. the prequels yeah. you know
0: yeah yeah very very much so um it's a good and i th- i think it helps him that he's he's just ahead <laughs> i mean i'm presuming he's on a spinning office chair but by god he whips his head around
1: he is terry Super malloy it is, yeah. is on indeed on an office chair yeah. and yeah that that thing that he spins around is on very well well oiled casters yeah. because it does Definitely. whip round doesn't yeah. it?
0: And it, it it's a great effect um but yeah i think the fact that he's he's got to do everything basically with his voice is is helps this enormously he's really putting a lot of effort into it and it's a good mask as well it's,
1: it's yeah We get some nice close-ups and it holds up, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, the
0: mouth—the mouth hasn't gone to that really weird, dripping black goo phase yet that he ends up with later on. But it's not as bad as some of the early ones where it's quite obviously a mouth. Yeah, it's—it's. I think this is everything's come together for Davros in this one. Yes. And I love the fact that he's called the Great Healer. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Brilliant.
1: (laughs) Yeah, um, you say you love the fact that you know he, he's running a, a, a business. Yeah. I, I love the fact that he's actually watching the DJ when we first yeah. watch him. Yeah. He's actually tuned in. You know? Is that,
0: is, is that, I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how this equates to the real Davros. Is Davros actually looking through the eyes of this fake one? I don't know, but let's assume this is real Davros. There, what else can he do? His, his life is watching <laughs> telly.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, Alexi sale. It's a one channel TV, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know, um, well, this is,
0: um, this is sky TV in the early days. Early yes. Early channel. It was always the same program. Yeah. Uh,
1: meanwhile, we've got that couple yes. wandering around, uh, yeah. never being spotted, um, um somehow very,
0: very weak pair in this. They don't really do a lot. They're not particularly funny. Um, they're very earnest.
1: Well, it's like yeah. Tarkis and and Lilt. They they they're just bland and instantly yeah. forgettable. Um, yeah, the,
0: these definitely more so. I mean, they don't because we've got like the the one. Her 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 overriding characterisation is she's earnest, and his overriding characterisation is I'm a drunk, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. But they don't. Again, I think these two could have been cut out completely.
1: Yes, this whole point. Learnt, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There, there is no point to them, is there? Um, I just think that they probably on the, you know,
0: Eric MXA would put the first draft in and someone said, well, we, we haven't got, we got to have a rebellion somewhere. It's Doctor Who. Doctor Who. oh, okay. Because it makes no sense, this, this, what they're doing makes no sense. Because she's going there, she wants to, her, she's heard rumours, her dad's there interred, and she's heard rumours that there's something wrong. And they decide to bust in and gun people down because of this? Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm with uh, Lil, I, you know, string him up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we go back to the DJ, who is now Elvis. Yeah,
0: yeah uh-huh.
1: he's 1950s greaser now. But um, do they? I mean, why is he dressing up? Because they are like you know, in suspended animation. They might yeah. be able to hear him. They can't see him. So I what? Don't
0: know, perhaps they can. Can you imagine if you you're you know you're in perpetual death? just about to die you're in perpetual and all you've got is a legacy sale <laughs> and that's did, all you can see yeah
1: when when did davros come along and start all this up has he hijacked well, he, what was already he's there he's
0: hijacked what was already there so uh, it sort of in the tail end of episode two we find out that because the doctor says um, i thought you were dead when i blew up a spaceship and he goes oh, not when there's an escape capsule and the doctor says you were really lucky to to land here weren't you and he goes yes the setup was ideal so he's he's come along convinced them that that he's got this food source and then gradually took over so i think this was all there before it's just become a bit crapper under his (laughs) lackluster management
1: the reason i ask is uh did davros hire the dj I love to think so. That and what would the interview, interview. <laughs> what would the interview audition be like? Yeah. yeah. oh blimey. All or right.
0: He um he let Tasso Beaker do it. Uh, that
1: would that, explain uh, love, uh, uh, it? Uh, Right, okay. Yeah. That's more likely then. Yeah. Um and then we've got this lovely scene where Davros speaks to Kara. Yes, after a um,
0: glimpse of Kara
1: and Vogel. And Vogel. Um,
0: another great double axe. Oh, yes. I, got to give. I wish you'd have uh, Eric say would have spread them out a bit in different stories but if you can I mean get them all in yeah this is a uh, a great one Eleanor Brown she's um, she's she's sort of serverland if serverland was all bluster
1: yes yeah know. apparently um, I, her yeah. So, so, sorry after you I
0: was just gonna say I, lo- I love the fact that that she's on PR duty the whole time. Like everything that goes wrong, she's trying to find a PR spin to go. Oh, yes, no, no, don't. I love it. It's like I, I've worked with people like
1: that. Yeah, yeah. You say, Cervelin, uh, um, um the inspiration for her look apparently was uh, the the stepmother in the uh, Disney's Snow White. Oh right. The, yeah. So you know the eye makeup and everything. Yeah. yeah. Is that Maleficent? Maleficent, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Man- yeah. I, um, I always forget. Um, with Vogel, and I'm glad I wasn't drinking any of my coffee, the line I'm a past master at the double double entry, entry.
0: given in such a camp
1: way. How did that get past?
0: I don't know. Um, I I, I wonder if that's a J&T sort of, I don't know whether it's a sour dig at J&T, or J&T thought it was funny. Um, Because by all accounts, J&T did have a very good bold sense of humour, um, but yeah, it's a great line. But I, I never picked that up when I, as a kid, watching it. It's only later like on you go, "What? Oh, oh. What? Yeah,
1: <laughs> did he say
0: that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's well done to him. They got got that past the censors. Um, I love Vogel again because he's he is um like Sir Humphrey, but the the obsequious side, isn't it? He's, yes, he's he's great again. Brilliant
1: really comedy double act. Yes, it, it's factors, just, yeah. it could be a Robert Holmes script, yeah. couldn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they're talking about this product, aren't they, that Davros has yes. created? And furthermore, we know that she knows that he's Davros because he says, Don't call me by that name over an open channel, doesn't he? Yeah, this
0: is, um, I was trying to sort of piece together what what's the general world view at the moment of the daleks because davros is a known name so Orsini recognizes the name and knows that he's a you know he's a a head of the daleks um some people recognize the name daleks but then some people don't like tarkis and lil they must know the daleks but then there's daleks wandering about so i'm not quite sure what the world view of daleks is at the moment have they retreated back to Scarrow and they're sort of known but it's history? Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not sure. But yeah, she she, she knows that he's actually Davros um, going by the name The Great Healer. Um, and she, she knows that he's come along and absolutely ruined her business. Um, but I don't know at what point the business was sort of starting to ruin because I got the impression from later on the script later on that Davros came up with this uh, miracle food Mm. substance Um, and then she's saying he's trying to take over that so did Davros suggest this and it's been going along nicely and Davros has only recently been stepping up his demands for money?
1: I don't know, and I don't know about the people who are working down on this yeah. production line. Presumably, they were already working <coughs> there.
0: Yeah, but not as a because it, it's a it's a weird. It's got the feel of a of two completely disparate elements that have been jammed into one script. In it, the the uh, suspended animation dead and the food production. Mm. They've gone. Oh, let's let's mash them together. Because yeah, who's making this food stuff? Because on her planet is where the factories are so is davros just converting the dead bodies into protein and then sending the protein to the factories and the factories make the soil and yeah, I that's what he I'm says at the end sure.
1: yeah yeah he, he uses the prime ones for daleks and the inferior yeah. ones become you know the yeah. food stuff food. don't they
0: um which depending on your point of view uh if your galaxy's starving i'm not sure mm. that's- Terrible sort
1: of answer. It might sort of meet answer. consumer yeah. resistance. Yes, it's brilliant. You could say.
0: I love that. I love that line. Yeah. Um, but then we, um, yeah, we meet our other two. Uh, I think our final double act.
1: No, no, no. Before that, the couple down in the in the oh, in the yes, tombs, yeah. they found the brains in bubbly jars. Yes. And and we get the glass Dalek. The
0: glass Dalek, yeah, which was um, wanted right back in. The Dead Planet.
1: Yeah, was it David um, Whittaker who, who yes, yeah. proposed it's, it? It's
0: still in the novelization. Uh Yeah, they wanted to do it, but they obviously couldn't afford it and Shawcraft couldn't do anything clear. So it's
1: taken right up this
0: time. I mean, I don't I don't quite know what it's bringing to the story. It's nicely done. I don't know what happened to that prop. They really, really blew it up. Um, but yeah, so they find it and it's um there's a head in it and that she realises it's her daddy
1: yeah, that head irritated me yes. immensely back in the 80s because alright this guy's been turned into a Dalek which seems to be putting uh, blamange on his head and giving <laughs> yeah, him you know sack. steel teeth yeah. why, why are his teeth being changed over to metal what I point is that in a Dalek they I don't, don't bite anybody to death
0: and they're not eating anything I don't know why the Davos doesn't just take the brain out that would been quite a good, you know. I suppose you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have been able to um, to uh, uh, have a performance then. But yeah, it doesn't make any sense that they've cut the head off the body, or I am presuming... well, I don't think they just freeze the heads in this one, because when they when they go to find the body, it's like a morgue trolley thing for a full body, but they've cut the head off, stuck stuck it in a potato sack some blancmange in it yeah and, and dumped it in this Dalek and he's turning into a Dalek mutant um, mm-hmm. but this this is this is Arthur Stengoss isn't it?
1: it this is this is the man the yeah. doctors come to see yes yeah. oh dear oh dear oh dear he's, oh, a, dear, he's oh, a, a, dear. a great agronomist he's um, not a great actor whoever that bloke yeah. is he, he's terrible um yeah, he's did not, you know this yeah this blancmange that's on his yeah. uh, on his head um, um, they are meant to actually be his internal organs on the outside that's meant to be like oh. his kidneys and oh, liver well, not and stomach a
0: job doing
1: that, then. yeah but why why would you I have your internal I organs I suppose if he hasn't got a body you've got to put them yeah. somewhere so you plop them on top of his head plop them on
0: top of his head like a particularly unconvincing
1: hat um, meat hat yes I, that's bizarre
0: I don't know why you would want to keep the rest of the head just don't, cut the brain out
1: just have the brain
0: yeah yeah but we've got i suppose we've got to have this scene where she recognizes that it's her dad rather than because you could have had him saying that you know in a morbius type way
1: yes brain yeah but no no instead we get this guy with a bit of tinfoil on his teeth and a load of blemange on his head Um, well to
0: be fair we don't know that his teeth weren't like that before he died
1: that's true true he might have had the blemange on his head he might have done. We don't see any uh, any other people. Well, we've know. still
0: not worked out what an agronomist is, so it could be someone that puts Blamondes on their head.
1: What <laughs> an awful idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, but the doctor... Uh, sorry, the doctor. Uh, the daughter kills him, though, yes. doesn't she? she, yeah. uh, she, uh, she do she, you she, she think
0: their gun looks very familiar?
1: I didn't really uh, yeah, look at it. Yeah, they got this
0: machine pistol thing, and it's it, it's been bugging me, and I, I thought you might recognise it. So... I'm sure it's out
1: of something else. Is it? Um,
0: yeah, it looks so familiar.
1: Oh, i have to go but and yeah, have another look.
0: She, they machine gun the Dalek, um, and it explodes.
1: And then they're caught, aren't they? Yes. By Tarkis. Then yeah. Yes, and, you know, I am being irritated by a lot of this, but um, it then improves immeasurably, because that's when we have our final yes. double act come in. Orsini yes, and, and Bostock. Orsini
0: and, and Bostock. Now, um, what do you think of when you think of William Gould?
1: I Before this, I think of the Champions. Yeah. Um, and, you don't but, think
0: of No Place Like
1: Her? <laughs> no, because I never watched it. It's just yeah. the Champions and Orsini, and now it's Orsini. Yeah. I think of Orsini first, then the Champions, because he's burnt into my brain now, Orsini. I think yes. this is a wonderful performance by a brilliant actor and a wonderful yeah. character um, as well. I wish we'd seen more. I wish these two didn't die. You yeah, know? I, I wish they'd have
0: carried on. These, I mean... Rather than on Glitz, we could have had Orsini and Bostock.
1: Yes. Yeah, that that would have been the, good.
0: Yeah. I I mean I, I'm presuming there's a, an 83 volume big fish series, <laughs> um, but I just can't imagine anyone but William Gomp playing them. He is he's pitch perfect.
1: He, he is yeah. he is absolutely brilliant. You know, yeah. he, he he's one of these people you're watching and you're just. Nobody exists on the screen when he's... They, yep. This performance he's giving, when, you know, Kara says, uh, you know, uh, would you like to sit? And it's like, no, I'd prefer to stand. Yeah. Oh, oh, how noble. And it's like, no, yeah. I've, got, I've got dodgy fake leg. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's brilliant. He's Yeah, he's playing this, this noble, um, you know, uh, what's-his-face, Don Quixote-style yes. character. But he's... He's playing it as someone that knows it's all rubbish and that he's not a noble person but he would still like to, to find that noble quality. It's, it's it's wonderfully layered performance and I think um, I don't know the actor's name that plays Bostock but I think he's brilliant as well. He compliments him perfectly and he's one of these characters that, that back up their well let's call cool Orsini the hero because I think he is quite a heroic character really. Mm. And, and Bostock's this perfect foil where he totally... When they're, when they're in company, he's 100% behind Orsini. Mm. Um, and he's, he's great as well. He's ODS. He's Baldrick, basically,
1: isn't he? He's Baldrick, he's, yeah, he is
0: Baldrick he? yeah. Baldrick, but with some intelligence.
1: Yes. An intelligent
0: yeah. Baldrick. Actually, season one Blackadder Baldrick.
1: Yes, yeah. Before yes. they
0: swapped him and George around. Um, yeah, I... I, I just think that this this is um we we said before that like Richard Mace is, from the visitation was a good Eric Seward character, but I think this these are these are his top creations, yes,
1: yeah, I think Orsini's up there with uh yeah. Lytton in the way yeah in, 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 for, I prefer and i
0: think I think um, William Gaunt is a much better actor mm. um and I love the whole you know grand order. Of Oberon, he's a you know, basically, he's a Knights Templar, and he's yes, uh, it's, it's just great, it, it's world building at its best. And he, later on, when the doctor recognizes that he's wearing the medal of the uh, this order, I, I think that's right, this is where where the doctor knowing stuff works, yes. You know, what wouldn't have worked if he'd have said, Oh, you're Orsini, I recognize that, it's the fact that he just knows this order. Um, and yeah, it's great. His artificial leg line is brilliant, um, and I love that uh, Karen Vogel are so disarmed. Their smarminess <laughs> is disarmed by his honesty, and they just don't know what to do. No, that, that, that's that taken aback because yeah.
1: he tells them, um, you know, he gives his fee to charity, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know, that throws them. Um... Yeah,
0: it's, yeah, they just don't recognise someone that's not a corporate player. <laughs> No. <laughs> I just don't know. But yeah, we find out that that thanks to this miracle protein, that famine has been wiped out in this galaxy. Um, but yeah, he does recognise the name Davros, and so does Bostock, and they say yeah, he says the countenance is familiar,
1: yeah. doesn't he? The countenance yeah. is familiar. Well, let me give you a name then, Davros, yeah. and he becomes all quite excited, and it's yeah. oh, it's going to be just like the old his days. His eyes
0: light up. Yeah, it's it's just superb. It's a it's a, it's a just a great performance all round, um, mm. and, and right from the first the first viewing of this, I loved this character, and I wanted to see more.
1: Yeah, um, we should I, have had like a backup strip in Doctor Who oh monthly, God, yeah. shouldn't we, of yeah, the early days? Yeah,
0: I think we should um, we should produce our own Doctor Who annual, and it's just Bostock and Orsini.
1: Tales of tales of the night of whatever yes yeah the
0: nights of ebron and, and interspersed with tasambika giving famous facts <laughs> and the dj giving uh, pop references i want
1: to see the tasambika okay. crossword yes it wouldn't be difficult <laughs> would it
0: no every, every word is four letters begins with sh <laughs> and ends with a t <laughs>
1: all right um davros meets her he, he, he meets ruby um, what yes. the bloody hell is this with this thing that they've done to her where like they, she's got a skull yeah. cap and then they've drawn on her forehead and onto the skull cap?
0: I, I I think they're going for something akin to Robots of Death where personal adornment is also part of the fashion. But it just looks stupid. Hmm. It looks so silly. Because I don't think anyone else is doing it.
1: No, only her. Yeah.
0: It's almost like she's applied her makeup really badly. Do you think that is that what it's meant to be? I I I don't know. I I would love it if someone, you know, Joe Bell after at the end of the scene goes, What have you done to your forehead?
1: It's terrible. Yeah. It it is really terrible. An
0: already an already abysmal character manages to find a way to step
1: down the rung on the ladder. Well, and we're not at the end yet, there's worse to come. No, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, well, we're almost, yeah, we're almost at the end of part yeah. one and the doctor and Perry are still wandering around outside, yes, yeah, you know. still not
0: they've still not walked across the plot. Um, He's given her some, a bunk yeah. up. Yeah. And th- again, this is very, very, this, this is one of those stories that at the time I had recorded them a bit like you used to do on cassette and I would listen to them endlessly. And this was one of my favorites. And this, if you just listen to the soundtrack of this, it's amazingly suggestive. Well, well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm not quite aware. You know, when he gives her a bunk yeah. up on the wall and he all of a sudden he goes, oh no, like yeah. that. And she says, sorry. And it's not very clear, even if you're watching no. it, that it's all about his fob watch. No,
0: he's just looking down into his crotchet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, she's like, well, it's, it's not like you ever use it. But, <laughs> I was very fond of that. Yeah, again, one. I don't know how much was scripted and how much is just them two making it up or whatever, but. Yeah, I mean, it's just bizarre that the equivalent of two episodes in on a four-parter, the best scenes we got with the Doctor so far is climbing over
1: a wall. Yes. Yeah. It
0: it just shows how, and again, watching it, watching it like this, you you suddenly realise just how unconnected they are to anything that's going on.
1: Yeah. And you don't believe for one second that you're just around the corner from this massive necropolis.
0: No. Yeah, because they, they they go there, and then uh, there's a great... I love the scene where the Dalek goes in front of the camera. And Perry, what When Perry sees she, yeah, it. Yeah, and she goes, it's like, Doctor, there was something there. And of course, she doesn't know what a Dalek is. No. And that's, I love that. That's That's great. I mean... The timing is bad because the doctor should be able to see it.
1: Yeah, when yeah, it that him? vanished quite quickly. Yeah. She right. never gets an explanation. The doctor never says no. to her, "Oh, they're the Daleks, the most evil beings." Dot dot dot. Well, it would
0: be nice if uh, if he had said, if he'd have said well, "What was it? Describe it." You know, rather than just yeah, think, eh, I don't care, Perry. Beg off. Um, he then sees uh, he sees a big
1: statue of himself. Now, um, right. Yeah. Why is that statue there?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I just want to know what was going through Davros's mind. I love what? I think Davros was so bored, he's going, like, okay, I need to get a doctor here, a plan. I'll tell you what, I know he knew Arthur Stengos, so I'll put it about that we're going to have a funeral for Arthur Stengos. Excellent. Doctor might turn up for that. Okay, what else do I need? Well, if I make a massive, great polystyrene, polystyrene statue, statue and fill it with ketchup <laughs> and then right. if, he, if he wanders over near it I'll get someone to push it on top of him yeah I don't oh Davros what, um, what's happened to you
1: but you say I'll make a big polystyrene statue of his face how does Davros know what the doctor looks like because the last time he saw him he was Peter Davison wasn't he
0: yeah he was yeah well, I mean that's a plot point later on, isn't it? That the Daleks don't know that he's
1: regenerated. Yeah, he's regenerated, full, does, He yeah. goes, but how does Davros like, know this? I
0: like to think that Davros um, probably was reading the uh, the its comics at the time. You know, you got free yes. comics in What'sits. I think he bought a few packets of them. Oh, right. You know, probably trying to perfect the flavour of his protein. He thought, what if I make him cheesy?
1: Okay. Checked out the competition. All right. We'll go with that, shall we? Yeah, I think yeah. so.
0: It's about as. Uh, it's about as um, convincing as a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah. And as you say, it's filled with tomato ketchup because, you yes. know, when the Doctor gets back up, because Joe Bell's there. Is it yes. Joe Bell who pushed the statue on the Doctor?
0: Oh, that would be brilliant. I love... And I have to say, Joe Bell and the Doctor sparring verbally. Just, I could watch this all day. It is, these, these are two great actors that know how to use language... It's it's beautiful. It's a thing of wonder, because um, yeah, he's immediately Jabo turns up. He's immediately he's pouring Perry, any.
1: Oh, you know, he does make just, a move yeah, very very quickly, does, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he does it's say to old oh, Ruby later, you know, I can have any woman I want, and I'm thinking yeah. really.
0: Yeah, really, you might think that way. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's great, and then yeah, Colin. Uh, Collins, doctor six just immediately starts sparring with him yeah um, yeah it's yeah it's wonderful it's it's total filler yeah it's n- nothing to do with the plot but
1: I, d- no, I don't understand what any of this is about at all no. i know i know davros is toying with the doctor because he's cackling away like mad isn't yeah, he? he's, he's watching on the cameras i
0: think he's just bored. i think he's um he's bored and gone off his trolley davros he's just, yeah, he's, he's been watching the Alexi sales show for
1: so long. <laughs> Mind you, that would do it to yeah. me if I'd have yeah. watched that endlessly. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they finally, finally get to go indoors, and that's when they meet old Ruby, don't they? Yes. Um, oh, dear. Um, and, and we find out it's your resting consciousness. That's who the yeah. DJ is, is talking to, the, your resting consciousness.
0: Yeah. So you must um, take it in, whatever he's saying.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Weirdly Uh, though, Perry is immediately enamored with the DJ.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, she thinks he's uh, he's from Earth. Well, it's Um, because his American accent is as bad as hers. That's what yeah, it do you is. Think
0: that's what it is. Well, there's, there's a lovely line when they meet when he goes, "Is that is your accent genuine?" And I think, "Yeah,
1: do you put that
0: in, haven't you, Mister Sour? Because <laughs> he uh, he didn't think much of her accent, did
1: he? No, but before that, I mean, we've got that nice scene where um you know Orsini tells Bostock yes. about swords, not unlike a large knife, which I've yep. never thought of before. But yeah, a sword is just a, basically a so large much. knife,
0: it's a, a long pointy knife. Um, this is this is sort of the beginning of episode two we're finally getting the plot filled in mm. um, so Cara wants uh, Orsini to kill Davros because Davros is asking for too much of her profits and he's, he's muscling in on uh, running the factories but at the same time she's also gonna she gives Orsini a, 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 what she says is a transmitter but it's actually a bomb because she wants him dead as well mm-hmm. and his odious little sidekick. Um, I'm not entirely sure why she wants him dead as well. Is it just so she doesn't have to pay him?
1: Well, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. mate. It might be as simple as that. Yeah. 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 I, I tell you, what I don't like about Orsini. I mean, I know why they've done it because you've got a you know a blank firing real gun, but that. Yeah very 80s machine pistol that he whips out yeah. that's uh, that looks rather well, d- dated now
0: yeah I mean to be fair um, Bostok does say that's an antique
1: oh yeah, yeah. true yeah,
0: yeah. because it, it's his it's his weapon from when he was back in the order before they drummed him out um, but I do love this is a lovely little scene um, where Bostok just goes something behind me. And immediately, it's like, it's great. No question anything.
1: Yeah.
0: Orsini immediately whips round, starts firing, believes, trusts him. Um, the Dalek goes up in smoke. And I love it. He goes, you've put bastic heads on them. Because this is, again, a, <laughs> a, a, a recurring sour thing of this bastic-headed bullets. It's become Doctor Who isn't it? It's the only thing that can destroy a Dalek. Yes. Um, but I just love the fact that Bostock's such a good squire. That finding out they're going up against Daleks, in presumably the trip over here. Uh, he's fitted new bullet heads to Orsini's antique weapon. So get in there.
1: He might just have a stock, yeah. you know, a tu- um, you know, yeah. a, a bullet for every type of you know alien life form. You know, yeah. one for Cybermen, one for Daleks. You know, etc. etc. You know, because it
0: would be quite nice. I think if they had of gone on with these characters, it'd been quite nice. The thought that Orsini. Thinks he's brilliant, but actually Bostock is keeping him alive mostly. Yes. By, you know, being, actually being the, the sort of the, the brains behind it all. That would, I think, yeah, they could have gone so many places with this.
1: Yes, yeah. Did you know that, you know, uh, the Dalek that he blows up, that was actually meant to be two flying Daleks?
0: I vaguely remember hearing about something, but they couldn't, it wasn't convincing, was it? They couldn't.
1: No, well, I saw the, that it, it the bad weather fly. stopped it. Yeah. They couldn't get it oh, to it fly, fly been, because of yeah. the snow and the and the freezing weather. Yeah. Um, Davros meanwhile warns Kara that there are assassins yeah. about.
0: I love like, again great, great little scripted moment where Davros just absolutely uses logic to pin her because he, he's sort of saying I'm going to send. Um, my incorruptible Daleks to look after you. And she's just, she can't say no,
1: no, because that's logical.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's totally logical. Um, so yeah, he's going to send a couple of Daleks over and I, again, they do look terrified, don't they? It's like, you know, they they finally got the Daleks back up to where they were a scary
1: presence. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, she,
0: what she wants total control of the and Green factory, um, and Davros, he doesn't he, j- he just wants the money to build more Daleks,
1: yep, yep. um shortly after that, Ruby takes the doctor to the Daleks, so he's yes. he's dumped down by that that couple, and that's when Perry I, yeah. goes to see the dJ.
0: Yeah, I love the um Joe Bell was dismissive when the doctor says about he's uh, he's going to. Uh, Sort of cross swords with the great healer, and Joe Bell was just totally he's like that should be a contest worth missing. And <laughs> just wanders <it> out. <laughs> Super, I love that sort of thing. Um, yeah, the see this, this. I think I think this is where we will disagree. So Perry goes to meet the DJ, and I actually think Alexei Sale is playing. He's quite sweet in real life. He's quite affable. He's he does come across like a a cosplay fan. That
1: meets. I accent. don't mind him there, yeah. but it it is, well, it, it's what we've seen him doing so far, and there's going to be a couple of other moments coming up soon. Yeah. But this bit, when he first meets her and asks her about her accent, yeah. I don't mind that, you know. I was going to say, I, th- I think I've been calmed down a bit, because just before... Uh, Perry goes in to see him, and she's with Joe Bell. She she does give us a down blow, blousy moment. So I yes, think that's, that's the kind true. of like that's calmed me down a bit, is you know. Is that yes.
0: like a? Is, is that
1: like a? Uh, it's the opposite of an aphrodisiac for you. It's a. It's it's, it's got, a got rid sedative. of my. Yeah. It, yes, yes, it's a, it, it, it's it's yeah. eliminated some of my irritation. Put it that way. <laughs> yes.
0: But yeah, I and I love I love again that he because um, they're sort of saying going through that he's never been to Earth and uh, but his his dad or granddad used to come back from Earth with tales of these DJs I don't know what sort of radio stations he was listening to. Um, but I love that like he she's saying what why did you do? and one of his main motivations is that it really aggravates Davros.
1: <laughs> yeah see see so right, the yeah. DJ meet goes and sees Davros then yeah, he, he knows so, Davros. Yeah. Well the great healer. So they have conversations, you know. And I,
0: I, I think that up to this point, Davros's hands are tied. He can't just kill people. He's got a. He's yeah, got he's a, the great healer. Like in a corporate way, yeah. So I just, I'd love to see these one-to-ones, a monthly one-to-one between Davros and the the uh, DJ, as like rating him on his uh, performance. Ah, oh, there's, there's so many things they could spin off.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah.
0: There's, there's a series there a big finish.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: Davros is one to ones with the various staff. Well, he's having a one to one with
1: Ruby, isn't he? He's trying to yes, coax Ruby yeah. into hating Joe Bell.
0: Yeah, so it's a, it's very, it's a nice, it's that classic, sort of sweet talking snake trying to corrupt.
1: And that's somebody, fine. Yeah, Davros yeah. is fine, but unfortunately, he's acting Sheesh. up against um, yeah. her. You know.
0: Oh, it's just, it, it's shocking when she's up against uh Lil and Takis, that's bad enough, but when she's up against Jobel or Davros, it's oh, it's just it's bizarre that no one went Saka, get rid of her, she's no good. Well, we've she, only got uh... a block of polystyrene left over from the sculpture that'll do. <laughs> that'll do.
1: That'll do. <laughs> yes. Oh blimey, Um, and there is an old blimey next because you know, Kara and Vogel, they're celebrating with a glass of uh, champagne each and in comes the Dalek. And is this the worst ever death in Doctor Who history?
0: Normally, up to this point, up to this point, I'll say you're, you're possibly right. I think possibly the two unit soldiers in Day of the Daleks that just raised their hands and then do a little body jiggle, and then Mm. stand there until someone off screen says, now fall over, and then they just, but I think that was meant to have some sort of effect put over it that they never did, and it looks awful. But I think you're probably right, up to this very point in this story, as we're watching it, this is the silliest and most embarrassing death. But it's (laughs) like several other actors went, that's embarrassing, hold my beer. (laughs) <laughs> because we've got more embarrassing deaths to come but yeah this is terrible
1: it is terrible yeah. uh, luckily they put an effect over it but apparently the actor yes. said what i was trying to convey is uh, a moment of being electrocuted that's how he imagined is you know how,
0: do you think he's ever he's ever like been wearing a plug at home and yeah. he's got a mild shock and that's what he did
1: it's it terrible. Does. It is appalling. <laughs> I don't know what's worse—the actual shaking around bit, or the very careful way he then falls yeah. down to the ground.
0: Well, I'm not going to fall on anything sharp. Um, it, it's sort of saved a little bit, I think, by uh, by Carver's response to it. It's quite touching, I think, you know, because she sort of says, "Well, secretaries are hard to come by." She's obviously really shook up by this.
1: Yes. Um, but
0: yeah, it, that. That's on my list. That's number one at the moment on my list of silly deaths.
1: Oh, it is. <laughs> the list shocking. does
0: get longer. Yeah.
1: Yes, we should look out for them, shouldn't we? Yeah. Um, and as but as bad as that is, I mean, we've got a terrific moment next, which is when Orsini goes into the cell, and the doctor yeah. tries jumping him, you know, <laughs> yeah. and fails miserably. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, yeah. The
0: doctor finally has something to do, and it's to be. Grabbed by this old man. I mean, I, I see what they're they're trying to do. It just didn't quite come off. But again, we get some nice a nice scene between the Doctor and uh, Orsini, who doesn't really care about the Doctor. No, I think he, he's just going to use them as uh, scapegoats, isn't he? So yes, there's something to watch. Um, but the, yeah, and and then we we get seen scene with um, Tassambika and Joe Bell. Oh. Jo- at this point, I don't understand. This is what makes me think. Bell doesn't know what Daleks are, does he? Because she's going, these creatures are evil. Bro. And he's like, don't be silly, girl. Like, Do you not know what Daleks are? The Daleks Mate, not the evil.
1: See, Necros could just be cut off from, from the yeah. rest of the galaxy. So so they know that that's a Dalek, but they don't know what Daleks yeah. are.
0: I suppose it also it could fit with his personality that he wouldn't bother to look. Because it's not about him.
1: Mm, yeah, you
0: know, it's not about him, or it's not something he can shag, so he's not interested.
1: Yeah, it could um, be,
0: but again, yeah, he's out acting her. He, he's like, he's not even ticking his engine over, and he's so outpacing this Tasambika woman.
1: The, the, this is appalling. The whole thing where she pleads to him, and then yeah. decides she's going to kill him, and then walks up the yeah. stairs, and oh, I hate you, it's
0: and embarrassing. it's. Oh God, I mean this. This goes on my. My silly death, but this isn't this isn't um, Joe Bell's fault. He plays once he's stabbed, he plays it really well. And the falling off the wig, I think that's okay. That you know that that fits this character, but it's a really embarrassing death because of Tassanbika.
1: This is the moment where I pray that no member of my family come in, yes, and watch what I'm watching. You know, it's please don't come in.
0: I I I agree that I would if if she wasn't in this. I would happily, if someone said to me, uh, I've not seen any Colin Baker, should, what should I watch? I'd go watch this one. Mm. But I want a director's cut where there's just a blank space where Tasambika is. <laughs> just because, a blank yeah, wall
1: would act better.
0: Yeah, this is the point that someone in the family is going to wander in is isn't mm. it? Or possibly, the next on my uh, silly death is they... Um, they decide to kill Tasambika, Yes,
1: they? that's an appalling um, death as well.
0: That is awful. So that's not, silly death number three. But then followed by, like I say, my favourite line ever, destroy that crackling DJ.
1: You've
0: got to put that clip on, I insist. I, I,
1: I will, I will. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the couple have got the job of destroying the incubator room. Yes, yeah. Um, but that's when the glass Dalek appears.
0: Yes, Uh Yeah, the glass Dalek is really good. Um, And we also get uh, another Dalek, don't we, that that explodes and kills. I don't quite know what it's doing, but that's a Sevens Dalek, isn't it? It uh,
1: is. Oh, I I didn't know you knew that. That that was a bombshell I was going to drop on you. Oh, you already know that. That is a Sevens model kit. um,
0: Yeah, yeah, um, back from my days when I was uh, in cahoots with him. Um, But no, it's also on the the famous Blue Peter interview with him. Um, and at the end of it, the the blue Peter presenter goes, oh, I don't know what was going on in that scene. but yeah, you you and the rest of the audience, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but the, the glass one is great.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: I wonder what happened to
1: it. I don't know. I've never seen anything. No, it wasn't ever ever in a in a exhibition, was it?
0: I no, no I don't think I've ever seen it at any of the exhibitions. If you know where the glass dialogue is, let us know. Yes, I know all right. In the BBC they probably just hit it with a sledgehammer and got rid of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, now they just smashed it up. Yeah. yeah. Um another terrific scene we've got Orsini versus Davros oh. when Orsini goes in. Yeah. Um, this
0: is um, pretty much from this point on this is this is a great action story.
1: It goes uh, very yeah, fast, is and it's it does, cut yeah, very it just, quick, it isn't it?
0: By. Um really great direction. Um but yeah, Orsini and Davros uh break in, kill kill the the guard or the attendant and then um oh but gun before Davros, that yeah. nah
1: but before that you have Orsini throw in his sword stick and yes, Davros yeah. saying remove that object yeah
0: <laughs> he's very not concerned is he it's like yeah remove that object and then the um the assistant that goes to remove it then for some reason wanders up to the top of the stairs so that mm. Bostock can uh, knife him
1: yes um So he's knifed. We get blue lightning, which comes out of his third eye.
0: (coughs) Yeah, Davros can now project force lightning.
1: Does he ever Um, do that again after this story? I don't think so. I don't think he does. I don't think Um, so. And then Davros deflates. Turns out he's just a balloon.
0: Yeah, it turns turns out he's a latex mask. Yes. But yeah, and and this this is the... The bit that I think doesn't work and it doesn't—it it works as part of a plot point but it doesn't work because we've literally just had this same storyline in Time Lash the story before it mm-hmm. where you think they've killed the the creature but the creature actually had an imitation that was a, a decoy and it's like oh god why did no one point this out mm. um, but yeah so da- this Davros the head in the box is just a trap
1: It's a decoy, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's a decoy because assassins are a thing. Um, And then Davros appears, and he's the Davros we sort of uh, know from old. Um, But uh, weirdly, he can float in a very bad
1: effect. It's not Um, very good, is it? not very Um, good.
0: But again, great dialogue in that. It's like, you're old, Orsini.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: It's a really good performance.
1: As he blows Um, his leg off. Yes. Luckily, the artificial one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I hope it was. <laughs> no, it, it is. Um, yeah, it's got wire uh, sticking out of it. it? Yes, um, and then we go back to Perry um, and uh, the DJ uh, who are yep. cowering, and the DJs created this weapon. Yep. Um, and yeah, this is what irritates me. I'm back to being irritated about him. Alexis Sale, it kills line. Yeah. Is, is terrible. Yeah. He.
0: Th- this is not. A good scene for him because, yeah, he's when he's going around, it's uh, concentrated it, rock and roll. It's like, oh, tone it down, tone it down. And then we get some nice scenes where the Daleks are attacking, and it's quite a nice effect. He blows one, but then for some reason, um, I don't know what you're going to say, he just decides to get up and wander in front of the gun, yep, while there's another Dalek there. And Perry yep. goes watch out, and then he dies. And back to my list, embarrassing death. Alexis Sale overplays yep. his death it's awful
1: how can he not see another Daleks coming it's white and bright gold I know. and he doesn't is, spot yeah. it
0: this is where and, and we we constantly say this don't we the studio action scenes don't work and this is again this is probably to do with blocking and camera angles and things like that but the way it's filmed this death scene doesn't work because he wanders out while a Dalek's there pointing its gun at him yeah you know, it needed to be something else, like the Dalek wasn't there, or a radio call comes in from the Presidentship, and he asked to I've got to get, we've got to warn him, and you figured that into it. But to, just to have it, this feels like a 10 o'clock at night moment. Yes. Gone, just, oh, You're just going to have to wander out and get shot. Yeah, it's not, not very good.
1: No, it's not. And luckily, it's over pretty quickly.
0: And it's immediately saved, because it's an embarrassing death, but it's immediately saved by the really wonderful... The fact that the doctor's listening in and Perry's line is cut off mid.
1: Yeah, he, he fears period. the worst, doesn't yeah. he? Oh God, he does. Yeah.
0: It definitely does. And then um, the, the the great dialogue and great stuff just carries on and on and on. So we got Cara oh no, up, yeah.
1: oh no, that yeah. What you're just about to say is actually before the DJ dies. Oh, was
0: it before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So when yeah. when Kara comes in and Davros has got the box, has not he? Yes. And he goes, a box of delight. Or yeah, a he's box back to of his
0: purring, cat-like taunting her because he he knows she's dead. She knows she's dead. Yeah. And she's trying to she's trying to oil her way out of it. And I love it when she goes, um, "You're going to take the word of a common assassin over me." And he goes, "There is nothing common about Orsini."
1: Really yes. <laughs> It's just superb.
0: Yeah, it, it's such good world building.
1: Yeah, um, Davros knows all about yeah. this Grand Order yeah. of Oberon, doesn't he? You I know, see
0: more of these guys.
1: Yes. These yeah. should have
0: been the police force, not bloody rhinos and spacesuits. Yeah. Imagine if these would have been like the judges. You know? It would have been great. Be great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He Davros orders the box be given to Orsini, doesn't yes. he? And and yeah, he says
0: key in the final thing and and, and she then blurts it all out. Yeah, and it's I a love bomb. that she Yeah, it's a bomb. <laughs> and then she goes over to Orsini. And basically says you've killed us, brother. and he. I love it. He just goes you before me.
1: Yep. And he shivers. <laughs> and that's it.
0: Her. Oh, I love it. Why did she
1: character. go towards him, you silly yeah. cow? Yeah. Yeah.
0: You don't go near a scorpion; it's going to sting you.
1: Oh dear. Oh, oh yeah. Dear, then
0: oh, then oh, in my notes after that scene, yeah, you're right. I got silliest death number four. Alexis Yes.
1: Daniel. Yeah. Surely before that, I must say we added another. N- 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 what? Amazon Echo Dot, third
0: generation.
1: Alexa, Wait, Alexa. stop.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. So she she was telling me what cost it was to buy more of her.
1: More it's, of what, Alexa? Yeah, I'm I you must
0: have said something like deal, and she picked up a oh, it's dodgy and it? Well, I was just about
1: to say down blousey because we got another one oh, okay. there. Maybe that was what she was talking about. Could be, yeah. She was going to show you her down blousey. Maybe yeah, if
0: I if I get a password through the door, <laughs> with
1: a brown paper wrapper, some smashing blouses. Yeah, Um, all right, so the Doctor, yeah, he he fears the worst. He's taken to see Davros, and we find out this whole about the last time I saw you, you know, you were on a spaceship that was just about to blow up. And Do you
0: think, because I think so, but do you think that the sixth Doctor works so much better with Davros than the fifth Doctor? Yes, yes. A hundred percent, I it, Colin just knows how to play it with this, and they're just, again just lovely sparring off each other, you know. And um, yeah, we, we again it's sort of you, you could this whole like the whole last 15 minutes of this episode you could just put in as a clip, yes, because it's superb. Yeah, and we get that again that great line where the doctor Davos says that he's turning the dead into uh, food, and uh, the doctor's like, But I bet your customers didn't know that. no I think that would would uh, give us what is known as consumer resistance.
1: resistance. And it's the way Brilliant. he says it as yeah, well. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, what, what what happens next? Oh, Takis has sent for the Grey Daleks. This yes, this other ship yeah. that's coming. in, it's not only the presidents, but the Daleks are coming and it's the Grey Daleks. He's ratted on Davros, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah,
0: because at this point in the show, we've got two Dalek factions and we've got the um, Davros has come back and the Daleks want... Most Daleks want rid of them as well, um, so we've got these two Dalek factions. That obviously comes to uh, fruition in uh, the Sylvester McCoy, the next Dalek story. Um, but yeah, you're, you. I mean, I was, I was unaware of this because I was thinking, who are they calling in? So, mm. and then the Daleks appear, and it's classic, gunmetal grey.
1: Yeah, these are my favourites. They, they, they yep. most definitely are my favourite. The Greys. Um, yes. Bostock is still alive and, and yeah. um, Davros shows the uh, the cliché Doctor Who lack of peripheral vision in yeah, that he very, clearly, listen, he very clearly crawls past Davros yeah. to go and get his gun. Um, yeah, gets and, his gun,
0: lines it up, tries to shoot him in the head, presumably. Um, and, and blows and his and hand blows off. blows his hand off, yeah. And again, a lovely, I don't know whether it was a, an ad-lib or whatever, Colin Baker's, no, i in
1: train. It was an ad-lib I by Colin. Yeah, Total was. ad-lib. I love the man. He's
0: such a genius. <laughs> this is my sort of, I mean, I know it's not to everyone's cup of tea. This is my... I love this sort of punny, witty dialogue. It's just... It's great.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, and I love the fact that there's that guy, and he's just bandaging up Davros's arm.
1: <laughs> the, Davros just, bleeds green stump. blood. Yeah, we find yeah. out from that, don't we? Yes, yeah. Um, and Davros is going to be taken back to Scaro, isn't he, for, to, to yes. stand trial, and his Daleks will be reconditioned. And that's yes, when,
0: cause it, yeah, because Takis and Lil thought that um, the Daleks would take a, Davros away and just restore everything to as it has been. And, and, and like the Doctor says, what are you on right You can't trust the Daleks. So yeah, they're like, uh, yeah, there's loads of Daleks here. We'll just use them. We'll we'll bump our army up a bit.
1: See that um, makes me think even more that they don't know properly about Daleks. No, you know? that's what
0: I mean. I th- I think they must almost be mythical at this point.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. I I like we we mentioned it earlier about the whole take him, and uh, the Daleks yeah. don't recognise the Doctor, and it's like he's yeah. regenerated, you fool. <laughs> you yeah. <know? laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, um, he's
0: the ultimate Karen any um, Davros. Yes. He's he's he wants to speak to the manager.
1: Yes. Unfortunately, when he's led off Davros, they use a high shot, and you must never do that with Davros, because no. you can see Terry Merloy. you know, he's trundling away like mad. He's Shuffling wobbling away. like mad as he's going along. Uh, that's well, this, unfortunate. This is true
0: of the it? I mean, that you have to film them in the right way, and if you film in slightly the wrong way, you know, if they're backlit, you can't do that because you can see the person inside. You you want to film them from low levels. You don't want to film them from above Davros. And yeah, it's... It's, you've got to do it in the right way and yet yeah, it doesn't look great it just looks like he's shuffling along again no one can propel a casing quite like Michael Wisher
1: no no um, we're getting a really terrific bit of action next where the Doctor yeah. opens fire with a machine pistol and shoots the eye stalk of a Dalek yep. Perry puts a bomb on and boom goes the Dalek um, and uh, because there's one solitary Dalek left to guard them it, yeah, well, they, they've
0: it? got such contempt for these people. They, it's like, yeah, one Dalek's enough. I quite like that. that yeah, yeah. Daleks should be efficient. Uh, but yeah, one we have got them. So I love the fact that, that Colin gets to fire the gun and poor Perry is the one that has to go over, stand in front of the gun arm and put an explosive on it. Mm. Um, it's like, oh,
1: Doctor, you could have done that.
0: But yeah, wonderful little action sequence. So they blow up the Dalek
1: yeah um, and that's and then, when
0: then we yeah go
1: on. i was going to say the doctor tells takis you know you don't yeah. have to you know recycle people we've got this plant on your planet here yes. you know use that and which had never occurred to them to do um yeah,
0: this um this mcguffin plant that produces high protein um but then um yeah Orsini wants to do a grand gesture doesn't he,
1: he wants to he wants a noble quite, death, doesn't it's he? It's quite
0: again, quite sweet. He, he, the way he cradles uh, bus stock.
1: I think it's a brilliant and, moment yeah. that That is it's really quite rent, touching, yeah. isn't it?
0: It is, yeah. In we we don't get a lot of, of emotional stuff in classic here, and when it when it happens, like in you know, the Green Death, the end of that stuff like that, it stands out. And I think this stands out as a as a as, as real top notch writing.
1: Top-notch yeah. is and the right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, terrific. Um, and then shortly after that, we get, in rapid succession, two more down blouses. Yep. And what a magnificent pair they are. Um, yeah,
0: another double act.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the whole complex blows up just as the yes. Dalek ship takes off. Yeah, because he's
0: hoping to catch Davros's ship, the Dalek ship, in it, and he doesn't manage it um, as we... We find out the mm. next Dalek story. Um, yeah, and the whole thing goes up.
1: Um, yes.
0: And we get quite quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of polystyrene rubble coming down.
1: Yep. And we get Perry uh, moaning she wants to go somewhere, you know, not yep. so uh, stressful. And the Doctor ends by saying, um, "I'll take you too." And that's when yep. it stops, doesn't it? But you know what yep. he was going to say. Yeah, it was meant to be Blackpool. It was meant to be Blackpool because it was going to be the nightmare affair was going to be the next story in that season yes. that they uh, they abandoned, didn't they?
0: They did because um, during, I think, I can't remember if it was part two or part three of the two Doctors, they they announced that Doctor Who was being put on hiatus for 18 months and then it was all over the news. I mean, totally unprofessional behaviour by uh, the BBC. Hmm you know the way they did it um it yeah just bad news all round and so they decided to cut this uh, this word blackpool i don't know why they bothered cuz even if they had like if they'd have come back and they hadn't gone to blackpool the doctor just took her for a nice weekend yes in Blackpool, if such a thing isn't like an oxymoron. Yeah, and you have a nice weekend in Blackpool.
1: No, there's too I many morons on. in that oxymoron, yeah. I think. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um Yeah, so we got this big, and for a while there was a lot of fan debate as to what he had actually, what was he saying. And oh, was, what like, was there? Yeah, oh yeah, it was in the magazine and that. There was people writing and go, I think he was going to say this, and it's going to play on this, and, and it's not. It's just
1: Blackpool. They just cut it
0: because they didn't, <laughs> they didn't know whether they would be going to Blackpool. Mm. And yeah, and that was the uh, that was the end of the twenty second season of Doctor Who, um, and I think I think it ended on a high. Yes. In fact, I think the whole season is is horribly underrated.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: It has problems, but what season doesn't?
1: Now, this story, the problems in it, uh, that's a nice nice little way of getting me into the hit, hit and miss tally. Oh yes. Yeah. Which I've been tallying up um, at the end of it, right? I had two hits on my list and six misses, all right? And you've had four and a half hits and three misses. So it's definitely a hit for you, but it's a miss for me. All right? Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah. I understand. Like I said, I understand why it's not everyone's cup of
1: tea. I mean, mean, that big smelly cloud that hangs over it for you is... Uh, Ruby, isn't it?
0: Yes, I think. I think if it was another actress or an actress, <laughs> or, or a block actress. of wood that you could paint a face on, I think yeah, remove her, and I think all my issues with this story have gone because I I can I can go okay, it's Alexi Sale. To be honest, we're we lucky with what we got because this is a lot of people, you know, because alexi Sale is. He's, he's, he's a good actor and he's appeared in a lot of stuff as an actor, but this was well before that. This was, he was only known for the young ones
1: and stand you know, up,
0: stand up. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot depended on whether you enjoyed his, his performance or not. I always I thought I've always liked him. I thought his, his, uh, show stuff and actually stuff mm. that should be considered up there. I think with like Python and stuff like that, I think it was just brilliant. Um, but it wasn't everyone's cup of tea. And I at the time, yeah, he was lambasted in the in fandom. Um which is weird when you're in a story with Tasambika.
2: Mm. Yeah. Even
0: alone. <laughs> he's he's brilliant compared to her. Yeah. Yeah, she she's the big the big cloud I mean, I suppose it depends on how much enjoyment you're getting out of the rest of it as to whether it's a, a killer cloud or not.
1: Right, right. Yeah, it's a shame. You can just go, mm, yeah. mm. It's a shame because in my behind the scenes, I've got alternative castings oh, for okay. some of their characters, What's but the not her. Oh. I don't think there were any other alternatives. I think that's why there is no listings because wonder, that's all that they could find.
0: Yeah, I wonder what. I wonder why she got the job because I, like, I don't know whether you're like Jenny Laird that was in Plant of the Spiders, and she's just awful. But she was a a big Shakespearean theatre actress, and there's even a, a, a like an award, the Jenny Laird Acting Award, so she's really well respected. So you can sort of understand that someone would go, well, she's she's a good meant to be a good actress. We'll hire her. And then she was rubbish on in the studio. You could understand that. But like you say, she this this um, Ruby was. Well, known from other stuff, and she was rubbish in that. So, how did yes. she get the job? As Maybe she was the only one
1: that was available. Yeah. Everybody Check else was it. working or sick that time. I don't know.
0: Or she, in rehearsal, she was just utterly brilliant.
1: <laughs> no, I find I did, that hard, I to I <laughs> I find hard to believe. I find it hard to believe. All right, behind the scenes, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, this was the last Doctor Who to use 16mm film for location filming. Right, yeah. After this it went to full video. Um,
0: I suppose this video had um, come down inside to the point where you could use it.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, what else have I got? Oh yeah, it, that, that, you, you would never know it but uh, Terry M- Molloy wasn't very well at all. He had a bad case of it's flu really. while, they, while they were doing this.
0: I think he was going to say he had a bad case of the trots or something. That's why they put him under that. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't a wheelie chair. That was a commode. That thing. All oh, right, he was ill. Yeah, I, that... I, think, I think both Colin Baker and Nicola Bryant, on location, both sound like they've got heavy colds.
1: Oh, I, I can believe but, that.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't have known he was ill. We no. to him. Yeah. Um probably
1: Yeah. Yeah, him in this, you know, in this... Uh, contraption that he's in. In yeah. this script, it says Davros's head was suspended in a large tank of clear fluid.
0: Oh, uh, really? So he's meant to be just the head.
1: Just the head suspended, yeah. like the brains we see bubbling away. Yeah. But uh, how you would have animated that, um, it you, would have had to have prob- been a puppet, yeah. wouldn't it?
0: It would have. You, you would, it would, we would have probably been in on territory. Yes. Where poor, poor uh, Terry Malloy was sticking his head through a... A hole in the
1: wall. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm glad they went with what they did then. If that was what. It was
1: yeah, meant to be. yeah. Uh, John Brace was the man who built the exterior of Necros and the Dalek oh, ship yeah. that takes off. Uh, d- yeah, this is interesting. D- Davros's chair. When we see Davros in yeah. in his chair at the end, that had to be made from scratch because the one that was made from Resurrection of the Daleks, the last time he was in, was either lost or stolen. Oh, right. They couldn't find it, so they had to start all over again. Someone had that. Yeah, and the throat mic is on the wrong side. It's on the opposite side to how it was in Resurrection, apparently. I, never, I didn't notice. Well, apparently so. Um, and, yeah, I'll, I'll finish off with some alternative castings. All right. So, um, in the role of Kara, Neris Hughes was asked to, to do it, oh, but no, she no, said no, no. no.
0: That's weird as well, because she... Been in uh, Kinder, so they don't normally don't like
1: reusing.
0: No, no. Actors so close
1: together. Um, no. no. All no right. Okay. She's too. She's too nice. Okay. Well, Orsini. I, I'm going to do yes yeah. or no's right on 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 the rest of them. But I think with Orsini, you couldn't have had anybody else better. I don't think. Um, yeah. But apparently, it was offered to Ray Brooks.
0: No. To yeah, Bostock.
1: Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. No. Um, I can see why they would go for this fella, and he he would be good, but again, he's not...
0: you imagine these lines delivered in Mr. Ben's voice? Yes.
1: But the next fella, I can see doing it, but I would still prefer William, and that's Julian Glover.
0: Oh, he could have done it. He could have done it in his sleep, I think, but it would have been a different character.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, And Peter Vaughan was also offered it.
0: Yeah, I can see Peter Vaughan... I suppose, yeah, he possibly still could have done it.
1: There's something about William, though. Minutes. He's got a bit of a sparkle yeah. in his eye, and I don't think Peter Vaughan. Yeah, no. the sparkle he's got in his eye is the sparkle of a maniac, you know.
0: With well, a, I think Peter Vaughan could do it as a, a thug. Yes. As a bully boy, but yeah, William Gaunt has got. You can imagine him as an as a knight. As yes. A, uh, you know, a, a chivalrous knight. Uh, yeah, Peter Vaughan. He's he's just going to knife you while you're on the toilet, so. Yes. He's got yeah, No yeah, chivalry yeah. involved.
1: No. All right, for Joe Bell then. Uh, uh, yes or no on these, right? Ronald Lacey.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. It's very much the sort of part he would play.
1: Yeah. Uh, as
0: yes, horrible. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I can see
1: that. And I can see Roy Kinnear playing yeah. him as well. Yeah. Definitely. All right. All right. Hang on. Take a drink of water because this is a long list now, okay? Go on. For like the role of the...
0: bucket. Then. Sorry.
1: <laughs> that was me and my Davros tank. Um, <laughs> here we go then. Are you ready? These are <laughs> other people that were considered for the role of the DJ. Yes or no? Oh, God. All right. Are any yeah. of these going to be better than Alexi's sale? Now, oh, you really? like Alexi's sale. so I do, yeah. Yeah. where Where you might say no, I might say yes. All right? I hope
0: I'm... I hope I'm um i hope
1: i'm fair I'm, I'm just asking you though i'm not going to say whether I, I think they Blackburn, would no. some of these are just outrageous really? right are you ready so imagine the dj played by these people first off we'll go serious kenneth Cranham.
0: oh um harvey moon yeah
1: yeah all right uh robbie coltrane yeah yeah i can see that
0: he's a good
1: actor all right roger daltrey a good actor at all. No, no. no. Um, Jasper Carrot.
0: <laughs> Jasper Carrot. Yes, I could see it, but I think it would be slightly more embarrassing. Yes. Um, I just remember Jasper Carrot from The Detectives when he tried to act.
1: Yeah, you know. Mm. No, no. All right, let's have a look. Who else shall we ha- uh, um, stun you with? Uh, David Bowie. There's no way they could have afforded <laughs> David Bowie.
0: Do you know what? If they could get David Bowie to do it, dressed up as Ziggy, <laughs> I would have said go for it. David Bowie is great in whatever he does, um, but there's no way they would get him.
1: No. All right.
0: That's that's, that's the sort of someone someone above has said to J and T. What are you doing for publicity? Well, we're going to offer Bowie a part. <laughs> oh, very good. Well done. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, uh, what about uh, Jim Dale?
0: Yeah I, yeah, I could see Jim Dale play in Orsini.
1: Yeah. Um, but...
0: Mm, I don't know about the DJ. No.
1: Okay. They've probably
0: got him. He was probably cheap at
1: this point. All right. Uh, Lenny Henry? I could
0: see them doing it, but I'm not a great fan of Lenny Henry. He probably would have been fine, but not my cup of tea.
1: All right. We're going into bizarre territory now for these uh, considerations. A uh Harris. No, no, Rolf Harris. Uh, shaking Stevens.
0: No, I forgot. No. Now, this is we're getting into. The, because the, you know that he he would have only given it to Alexis Sayle. This part was probably written with the idea of who can we stunt cast yes. to get a couple of column inches. Um, and, uh, yeah, oh, no, no, no. no. That,
1: that would, would be total amazing. stunt casting, wouldn't it? Yeah, it uh, would. As would Freddie Starr.
0: Yeah, that would have been just
1: horrible. Well, you
0: I mean, s- I mean, you don't want, in a Dalek story, you don't want the Daleks to not be the most right wing fascist element,
1: <laughs> do you? Well, you're talking about well, that would be wrong. Uh, another consideration was Gary Glitter. <laughs> can you imagine. Oh, now, you imagine right, it? okay. No. What would the BBC have done with this story if they had got it, Gary Glitter? Would this have ever be, have um, resurfaced? No. This would never have come out on DVD, would it? it or would they cut weird. all his bits out, <laughs> so to speak? Well, they, someone should have done in real
0: life. Um, no, because like the uh, the Jim'll fix it bit has been whitewashed out and it's been removed from all the DVD copies. Oh, has it? You know, yeah. So they would have had to do the same. That's got to be that's got to be the BBC's night continuing nightmare is who is next going to be outed as as being a paedophile mm. because. It yeah, it can kill all the merchandise and stuff, can't it? Yes. But oh man. God,
1: that was a close call, wasn't it? That was, yeah. All right, we're well we're, we're going back more into the more, you know uh, you know, with it. Uh yeah. yeah. I, I, I can I can understand this and I can see this. Uh Rowan Atkinson.
0: Yep. He would have been good. Um Completely different way of playing it, but yeah, Rowan's a, a great actor.
1: And then my final two, I've saved till the end because I would I, I, I would love to have seen these two replace Alexi Sale. Number one, Kenny Everett. That,
0: that would have been something to behold.
1: It would, wouldn't it? Yeah. To have Davros telling Kenny Everett to shut up you know? yep. that <laughs> And ah
0: oh, yeah that would have been great.
1: And then my number one, I would love to have seen this, you know Perry with the DJ when the DJ is played by Rick Mayle oh,
0: that, uh, that would have been all-time classic great. that would yeah. have been. <laughs> That's something I wish that would have
1: happened. God, can you imagine it?
0: That would have been great. Yeah. Ah.
1: Uh-huh. Mm.
0: What about the DJ split the park. Cannon and Cannonball?
1: <laughs> the boys in blue. There you go. They were wearing blue, and, and they wear that's blue true, in yeah. their suit.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. All right. Okay. So that's that. Right. We've got to go on to our uh, tallies. Now, totally. I, I've forgotten. Didn't we say we are going to do four We were people? going to do
0: uh, Orsini Bostock, Cara. Cara, and the DJ Vogel. Well, that's five We're going then. To do five, yeah. Wow. Oh, perhaps we aren't going to do Vogel. I don't know. Perhaps lump him in. I don't
1: know. It's up to you. Let's yes or for, no? Yeah,
0: let's do all five. Let's go for broke.
1: All right then. Okay. Right. So let's. Well, let's start with Vogel, shall we? Vogel. The design of the fella, with his little um, goatee and his natty outfit.
0: Yeah, I I can see what they're aiming at with him, and I think it sort of works. But I. He's a little bit comic, so I, I, to design-wise, I'm going to give him four because I'm not a great fan of what they did with his little goatee and stuff.
1: All right, well, I put f- <laughs> I put five because I just yep. thought he was average. Yeah, so that's very average. four and a half for his design. What about his effectiveness?
0: Um, I think he works really well as a character, um, so I'm going to I'm going to bump him up to a six and above average six. But oh. Yeah, I think he, he, his little double act and his, his uh, double entries. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he works fine. Oh, he oh, wouldn't work as, in anything else, I don't think.
1: All right. Like, uh, the actor's well,
0: familiar. I don't know what else he's done.
1: but yeah. I think he's been in, in, Do- in Doctor Who at some other point, hadn't he? I'm, he? I'm sure he's been in something else.
0: I'm terrible
1: at faces. Okay. Well, I, I scored higher than you again. I, yeah. I, I gave him a seven, yeah. so that's six and a half. Yeah, right. All right. So... That's an adversary rating of five and a half. We'll talk caravans at yeah. the end, all right? Yes, yeah. All right, let's 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 do Bostock next, all right? Okay. The design of Bostock.
0: I, I like the design of Bostock. Weirdly, he's wearing one suit of armour
1: glove. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one gauntlet.
0: They <laughs> yeah, they don't mention at all. Um, perhaps it was... William Gaunt, William Gaunt, Lett. Let. I don't
1: know.
0: Um, yeah, I like I like Buster. He he's going to get a design-wise. I like his look. I like the weird stuff he's got going on. He's going to get a, a a
1: six for design. No, I'm scoring higher than you. Again, I gave him a seven. So that's because you're a very generous man. Six. I'm f- well. It's it's all these. Um, Wait de- till we get to Alexis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So that's six and a half for his design. How effective yep. was he?
0: Uh, I thought he was really effective. Um, he goes up to an 8 for me.
1: An 8? Oh, I'm lower than you. I just kept at a 7. Um, so that's 7.5, so okay. let me just tap away at my calculator. Oh, it's an average of a 7. All I right. wish he'd
0: have had more lines. Put
1: it that he was good. He was nice and grubby, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, let's do Kara next, then. OK. All right.
0: Helen
1: Yeah. What do you think of her design?
0: I, I quite like it because they've. It, her design is believable. Um, the the, she's not too outlandish. Let's like say they could have gone down the later season Servalan style. Mm. Um, so I think she she gets uh, a slightly above average. I'm going to give her five point five for design.
1: Five point five. I I just stayed at five because yeah. I just thought it was a bit. Mm, it's all right but nothing yeah. special. Can you imagine if they had actually, you know, reused some of Serverland's outfits for her?
0: Uh, actually, that, that would have got a higher score in for us. I it?
1: think it would have, yeah. yeah. And how effective was old Kara?
0: Um, I don't think she had quite as much depth as some of the other characters, but she did. I think she did a good job, and I did like her totally corporate, obsequious ways. Um, so I'm going to go up to 6.5 for her.
1: 6.5, alright, I, I gave her a 6, so that's 6.25, so again, out with my calculator.
0: It would have been nice to have seen, a, you know, another facet to her slightly harder. Yes. But I think for what she did, yes, it was, it was very good.
1: Alright, so that's 5.75 for Kara. Alright, slightly above Vogel. Which, yep. of course, she was. she should, 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 be. Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's do the DJ then. Um, okay. Design of the DJ. All his outfits and everything. Um,
0: the design, I think, I think it was a weird, a weird idea that they went with. That he keeps changing his costume. I that threw me when I watched it originally. It's like, what's going on? Why is it? So I think it was very strange and they were quite cliche. So design wise, I, it's only going to get four and a half for me because uh, the, the rest of the time, he just seems to be in another dentist smock, um, but yeah, I, I thought it, it, his look was slightly embarrassing.
1: Well, for that reason, I only gave him a two. Um,
0: <laughs> two? Oh God. That, yeah. yeah so
1: that is uh, 3.25, all right, for his design. Oh, bless him. mm Hmm. Right, here we go. How effective was he?
0: Um, I I have to be... I'm biased because I love Alexis Sale. I think he's great. Um, but I can see... I can reach back into my young Ian's embarrassment and I can see that it's not up to everyone's standards. Um, but I, I'm going to push and give him a little bit extra. So I'm, I'm going to give him a 7 for effectiveness because I did think he was funny.
1: A seven. Well, I understand
0: why some people don't.
1: A seven. I, mean. I, I gave him a one.
0: I, I said we would... A one! See I said a this one. would be the dividing point for us. Yeah. We're going to have to cover the boys in blue because I think i would like, know, <laughs> disagree on that as well. Um, I, w- I, like I would have. I like
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, your cat likes cheese. No, I, w- I would have given him a zero because he irritates the heck out of really? me. But he ga- oh. he gains a point because when he's drops his facade and he's just talking to Perry, he's yeah. all right. But the rest, he really gets on my tits. He really does.
0: I, do you know what? I, I totally 100% understand and back up your your decision. But, yeah, I, I have to go with the fact I do like him. I like Alexis Sale. I don't find, I don't know what's why what's changed, but I don't find, other than his death, which I still think is a terrible bit of, he, he does that arm waving like he did as the vampire in uh, Nasty, yes. and <laughs> that's all I see when he dies, I wish he'd have looked at camera and gone, oh, hey, right, what's happening, <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm biased, I understand that. All
1: right, um, yeah. Yeah because you gave him a 7 and i gave him an 8 that still gives him a slightly below average that's a, 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 a an average of a 4 you gave
0: him there.
1: an 8 no 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 you gave him 7 i gave him a 1 that's an 8 divide that by oh, 2 sorry, yes. that gives you said him you a 4 him an eight, so no, no so that <laughs> gives him a 4 all right so his okay. actual adversary rating is 3.6 Okay.
0: I think that's a bit harsh, but I fully understand.
1: All right, okay. All right, and then we've got Orsini. Uh, what do you think of the, the design of Orsini?
0: Um, I, I love I love him from top to toe. I like the fact they gave him a, an artificial leg and the fact he used it. I love the fact he wears the glove. I love the fact that he's got that weird rat's tail at the back, which sort of suits the character. I think it's a, it's a great look. Um, I'm going to give him... Um, uh, an eight for design.
1: Oh snap. We finally have a yep. snap this time. Yeah, yeah. Yep, totally in agreement there. And how effective was he?
0: Um unabashedly he gets a ten for me. I, I love him. I think it's a William Gaunt was a great actor, very personable, um, and he brings so much pathos and and nobility to this part. And when you you count up how many lines he's got, he's not got many. But every single one of them is quotable.
1: Yeah, and yeah, as like I say, 10, when he's talking, 20. you just look at him, yeah. don't you? Oh,
0: yeah, your, your eyes are fixed on him. He'd have made a great doctor.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't he? All right. So that means that I am joining well, you. What did you in, give him? Oh, I'm you. joining you in that ten. Yes, yeah, absolutely. If so we
0: agree on Orsini, That's
1: good. I knew. I knew he was going to be a ten. Yeah. Before I, I went back and rewatched it, it's like oh, he's going to be a ten because I've always liked yeah. him, you know. Um, so there you go. He he gets a, an, an eight in design, 10 for effectiveness. That's an average of a nine. All right. Wow. All right. Well done, Orsini. Now let's place them in their caravans then, and yeah. let's go from the top down. So Orsini, oh my goodness, Orsini, we have never given anyone a straight nine before.
0: Really? Wow. Orsini
1: is in a caravan all by himself. Alas, uh, not with his can, squire. Can Bostock visit? Well, yeah, a bit of a not walk. not closer, though. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, who lives closest <laughs> to him? Uh, the nearest to him, with 8.8, 8 are the uh, uh, Pyramids of Mars mummies. Oh, I, I think
0: he'd get on like, you know, the way.
1: Well, they could serve him. They could bring him things yeah. on a platter, couldn't they? Yeah, Who's next sound down sound. the list? Oh, yeah, Bostock, <laughs> then. Bostock is living at number seven. All right, so, so he's, he's right at nine. Bostock is at seven. Um, who's he sharing with? He is definitely sharing. Can he be a squire to any of these people? Um, the Axon Monsters. No, I
0: don't think so. It's shoot them.
1: Yeah. The Saturnians. This, this could end up a
0: bloodbath. Yeah. Um, I don't know. When they're, when they're playing the Renaissance...
1: Uh, oh, he, he would like start. them then, think, wouldn't yeah, he?
0: Yeah, he would like that. But otherwise, no, in their fishy form, he's going to fillet them
1: and have them for two. Fillet them. All right. Um, Tim Shaw is in that caravan as well.
0: I could see him being a squire for Tim Shaw. And I could see Tim Shaw being such a knob that he would want a squire. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. that could work. He could <laughs> polish his teeth for him.
1: <laughs> if any race uh, would want a squire, it would be the Sontarans. And Sontarans oh, Strax is at number seven. Which Sontaran they, was that? Who was Strax?
0: Strax is the—he's um, the butler.
1: Is I he? Think.
0: I think so. In which case, they would fight over.
1: They would both butler kind of be Hitches, like squire yeah. types, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course, <coughs> it's Strax. Yes. And then who was Solomon?
0: Oh, he was um, David Bradley in Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. He was. The oh yes, head.
1: yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. He would have a squire. Yeah. All right. Bostock can be with yeah. Solomon. All right. So that's that's him. Next one down the list, we've got Kara. Kara is at number 5.75. Let me just have a look. 5.75. Yep, yeah, we've got a 5.75, and from not too long ago, Kara, bless her, is uh, domineering over the Zabi.
0: Oh, I think she would end up having them on the production line. Yes, I could see her doing
1: that. That's yeah. That or, or that's her slave labor. Do you
0: know because they could ad- they could advertise the food then as untouched by human hands,
1: yes, made by giant hands. Yes. <laughs> uh, next we got Vogel, and I looked him yeah. up. Vogel. Yes, I was right. He's been in Doctor was Who he... twice before.
0: What did he play in? What other parts
1: did he Well, in William Hartnell's time, he played uh, William Shakespeare in that bit. Oh right. Okay. Well, um, that little snippet that, thing. Yeah, chase, yeah. And yeah, of course. He was in the Deadly Assassin. He's commentator Runcible.
0: Of course, Runcible, yes. Yes,
1: yeah. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah.
0: that's why that's why he's familiar. He's yeah, good he, as Runsible as well.
1: Yeah. He was, he was. So yeah. Vogel shares a caravan. Yep. Uh is he gonna be like a, a second in command, a secretary to the Vord?
0: Possibly, yeah, I could see him uh, <laughs> holding their flippers and things. Yes,
1: um, he, he would be uh, a subservient to Azal. Oh, definitely, You'd, yeah, he would look after his
0: death diary, I think.
1: Yes. For uh, his many appearances. Yeah. The rootons. Well, we don't really know what they yeah. look like, do we? Do no, we?
0: they're sort of blubby sprouts. No, I don't think he would uh, get on with the rootons.
1: No. And Salamander.
0: Oh, Yeah. Oh, him and Salamander
1: would get on really well, wouldn't <laughs> yes. they? Yes. Perfect. All right, that's our uh, that, that was all of them, wasn't it? Oh, no, no, the DJ. Think, uh, oh, DJ, yeah. Oh, 3.0. Oh. Yeah, where's he going? He's
0: going to be with the Black Sons or something.
1: Number 3.6. Yeah. 3. It's a co-inhabiting. There's one other person who's been in the caravan mm. all by himself for ages. Will he like to have a DJ, you know, playing in music in the caravan? Don Bannerman.
0: Oh, now, if, if anyone deserves to be stuck in a caravan <laughs> with the DJ, it's
1: Don Don Bannerman, Bannerman. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, it's good, there's going to be a bloodbath.
1: <laughs> at number well, 3.6. Yeah.
0: This, we, well, I think we might have destroyed the harmony of the uh, caravan park. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah, open war has just started, oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I know you enjoy this story. Is it good enough yep. to put on your top ten?
0: Uh, I think it is, yes. Um, Should we go from we, 10 upwards? Yeah, go, go, go 10 upwards, yes. All
1: right, at 10, the Curse of Peladon.
0: Yes, I think it's it's above Curse of Peladon for me.
1: All right. Then at number nine, you've got the Three Doctors. Oh, no. Is that where it stops?
0: What's above the Three Doctors?
1: Web of Fear. Oh,
0: no. Oh. Um, okay, it goes in. It probably won't last, but it goes in... At number
1: 10, then. At number 10, all right. So, bye bye Curse of Peladon. All right, okay. That's that bit, and I think we're done. Yeah, we're done, yes.
2: We're done.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, So, next time we're off to the 7th Doctor, and it's your choice. And uh, whoever you choose, whatever story you choose now, you're going to cost me money, because I don't own any of the remaining Sylvester McCoy Uh, stories.
0: Now... Now I feel very, very guilty because, um, I, what, you're going to have to spend money on a Sylvester McCoy story. I've done it before we've though, the, haven't I? We've, we've done the only couple of good ones. Um, I've well, bought the I happiness
1: know, patrol. I, I, it's true, okay. Yeah. It's okay.
0: It's all, it's all uphill from now, it? Um, I, don't know, I don't know how familiar I'm with this one, but if I say we're going to be building high
1: for happiness. High for happiness? Yeah. No, that means nothing to no. me. Um.
0: What if I said we're going to enjoy the good
1: life on this one? Oh, it's Hitler, in it? It's Richard... It is. Richard Breyers' Hitler. Paradise Towers. Yeah. Paradise Towers. All right. Uh, oh.
0: Now, it would be interesting to see whether this goes into your
1: top ten. I've never seen it because every image I've seen from it, it's like, no, 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 ne- no. Not even on the original one?
0: You've no, never seen it.
1: no, no, no. Oh because God. I saw Monty, the photos Monty. in Doctor Who Monthly or whatever it was, and it's like, what are they doing now <laughs> you know, I honestly
0: I honestly don't know then what your psyche is going to make of this one
1: do you think I honestly don't know Do you think I've been prepared by you know the last few years of new who is that going to you know like um, you know toughen me up for the shock of it
0: I, I, th- I hope it will but I, I don't think there's anything else in Doctor Who that can prepare you for Richard Breyer's performance in this.
1: But I I really like Richard Breyer's.
0: Oh, I I agree. I really like Richard Breyer's. (laughs) I still think there's nothing that can... I mean, this is is a performance that JNT had to step in and say to the director Stop him. Yeah, stop. (laughs) Is that what you're going with? Um, It does have its fans um, and it is Loosely based on a, a well known science fiction novel, um, but oh my goodness, this is going to be so interesting. Do you if think you, if you come back next week to record that, I'll be surprised? <laughs> I think this might be the end of our friendship. <laughs> um,
1: Do you think it, it is actually helped that uh, I've, I've just spent what, how long has it been now? Uh, two hours. Talking about that Ruby, do you think that's steeled me? Do you think that's built up my mental defences? I
0: think so. I don't because what I don't think you can say, and we'll we we'll get into this once you've seen it, but what I don't think you can say is that it's a bad performance. I just don't know what was going through his mind to give that performance. I at the time found it hilarious, but oh my goodness, this is this is gonna be I mean, if you didn't like Alexei Sale. This is going to be fascinating.
1: Well, this is intriguing because you say really? it's not a bad performance. No,
0: no, I don't think it's a bad performance. I just don't know whether it fits in Doctor Who. Um,
1: this is intriguing. You, you need to watch it.
0: Yeah, I don't think we need. To, we, I don't think we can discuss much without you watching it.
1: Well, um, I've it's got I've, Clive
0: Merrison in, in it as well. Who? Yeah, Clive Merrison. Oh, you, you'll know him when you see him.
1: All right. Um, Well, I've just called it up on Amazon Prime, and they've—it was six ninety nine. It's got a limited time deal, (laughs) five pound
0: ninety four. Oh, right, there you go. They knew we were going to discuss it. Um, Also, I mean, coupled with the most embarrassing thirty-year-olds pretending to be teenagers with modern, futuristic teen speak. Oh dear in this two comedy old ladies and a bizarre comedy performance of someone trying to be Rambo when they look like Charles Hawtree this <laughs> is going to be fascinating <laughs> I honestly don't know what you're going to make of this
1: I'm quite looking forward to it yeah. now after after that build up
0: Charles Hawtory as Rambo yeah. basically yeah and you also get to see um, Melanie Bush in a swing costume so
1: Oh, oh no now you've put me back <laughs> off again oh dear
0: oh this is this is going right. to be fascinating this is going to be i can't predict i i've known you for years and i know you'll t- i can't predict what you'll make of this one
1: all right well i'm not going to say yeah. anything in the in between i'll keep it all no. for the show all right i won't I, yeah, I, I won't be notes, messaging you, you hints yeah yeah, yeah. I, I won't be oh you bastard or anything like that during the middle of the week or anything yeah <laughs>
0: You'll be, you'll be getting right. the Alexei sail bits out to rewatch them to, to just remind <laughs> you of good times. Um, no, this, this, this is fascinating. Yeah, right. I'm really looking forward to this one. Okay, all right. I want to go and watch
1: it now. <laughs> no, you have nightmares. Yeah. All right, the okay. Only stream,
0: well, the only stream in you're doing this is if
1: you go throw it in the river, though, I think. We, we, we're, we're not that far from a stream. I could it's easily do go. that within <laughs> five <laughs> minutes, yes, yeah. All right, well, I've placed the order, so... Uh, Excellent. All right. Okay then, we'll see you next your, time then.
0: Your um, your Amazon history must be just bizarre. <laughs>
1: yes, it is rather. Yes, yeah. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. All right, okay. Join join us in a week, folks. Let's see what I yes. think of it. Don't All miss right.
0: don't miss this one, anyone. <laughs> this is this could be fascinating.
1: It could be the end of our podcast and it our friendship. Be, yeah.
0: <laughs> this might be the one that breaks us. Well you might, and this is why I don't I I don't know. It's so such a strange story you might come back and go i love that one that's in my top 10 you might
1: well it's, yeah come back in a week all right all right all right folks see you next time then yep uh, see you next time right. thanks S- then see you then bye, bye. bye.